Welcome to the 114th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast, where we're talking about one of the many superhero films from the early 2000s. One of the most original. One of the most original. Um, Venom. Uh, I'm I'm here with uh, Ben Magnet. Who died? And Ryan Eliopoulos. Venom, Venom, Venom. And Brandon T. McClure. Our souls died. And, uh, Cinema died, Ben. And, and we're going to talk about this. <sighs> You're heartbroken. Fantastic Dude. film. So, um, Venom. With, with, that, Venom. with that great start, um, let's get into it. Hi, guys. How are hey, you dudes. guys? Hey. hey. Chilling on the couch. I'm actually pretty good. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You, you look very... Dude, it was... It, we'll get into it, but it was the train wreck I knew it would be. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even... I'm not even mad. I ain't even mad. I no. saw I saw a couple of people. We shouldn't get into it now. No, we have no. a whole topic about <laughs> no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, how was your guys' week? Pretty good. Um, Worked. yeah. Uh, We're all I, I listened. I listened to the podcast episode. Oh yeah, because I people listened to us. Yeah, well, I you wasn't did? on last week, so Thank you. had to catch up. You're right. You know? um, yeah, totally. Uh, you you were real happy I wasn't there, huh, Brandon? Yeah, because uh, that, that, that Jurassic Park movie trivia. Yeah, I I had the 15 species in two years ones. But uh, you you got Becker and I got Batcher. It's Backer actually. Backer, yeah. Um, hey, I got like one point. And you, uh, you got and four. No, you got four. Oh, points. thanks, guys. And that made me feel like uh, Mike should have done our X Men discussion when we did it. Yeah. Because I would have I would have appreciated Mike's opinions on some things. Oh yeah, he I has don't a very hate opinion. Days of Future Past. I oh, just th- think it's very overrated. That's fair. Like Frozen. That's fair. I as you know, yes. I uh, I over exaggerate. Yeah, I know. Uh, many, many things. No, I just wanted to say... We've known each other for like 30 years now. 30 years. Um, Sparks hates the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I I was uh, I was uh, thinking about this uh, a lot. Like, So, X-Men Apocalypse, I think, is fine. I don't hate X-Men Apocalypse as much as a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, eight of those films, I think, are at least good to great. How many are there? Eleven. Oh, I disagree with that. That's a lot. That's a huge majority. Well, I love The Wolverine. I think you love the Wolverine? I love the Wolverine. Even the Silver Samurai at the end? Yeah, I don't hate that. I, oh. I really like the Wolverine, too. So. But do you love it? I'd have to watch it again to cl- okay. classify if I love it, because, I mean, I really... It's kind I of love the same Logan. thing with Predator. Two-thirds of a, mo- of a good movie is still a good movie. Can, can I tell you no, that, like, I, I love the Wolverine even more in retrospect because of Logan? I, I get that, but, like... If I'm trying to just judge it by itself, like it, it does what a lot of big movies do now. It's like the first two thirds are great, then the last action scene kind of don't, bores me. Don't get me wrong, I yeah. still wish the Wolverine had been made by Darren Aronofsky. That would have been something else, dude. Uh, I, one of my things is actually the one of the things I really don't like about the Wolverine is that X Men Origins Wolverine exists, uh, only because we hear we see the bone claws in that one, and I think it would have been amazing if the reveal of the bone claws was in the Wolverine. Yeah. Like when the silver samurai like cuts off his claws and his and like he the bones come out. It's like that's a moment that James Mangold like highlights to be like, look, he has bone claws. And if the wolf, if X Men Origins Wolverine didn't come out, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. We should discuss the X Men one day. Uh, Venom was a shitty Spider Man cap to my week, but I finished the Spider Man video game. I'm almost done. I'm yeah. sixty five percent. So you're done with it now. I am. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Heck Sweet. yeah. Ben, it's your turn. Yeah. I, I'm like 65% of the way through it. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, well, 65% just means like collecting things. Like how much of the, like, have you done the second act yet? Are you to the third act? Yeah, I'm definitely in the third okay, act. Okay, you know it's the third act though, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're actually closer to being done then. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, like, I know I'm further into being done with the story, but uh, a couple of times I'm just like, I just want to collect all the backpacks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. collected all the backpacks. I, I uh, did the landmarks the thing. Don't say uh, it. I don't want to say because of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm people. with you. Spoilers. I, no, I, I get it. I get it. When uh, Captain America shows up, whoa. Yeah, when you walk into Avengers Tower. Whoa. whoa. And then the My Little Pony people are there. No, like, we're whoa. done with My Little Pony. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> That's kind of one of my favorite jokes we've done. Yeah, the My Little Pony joke. <laughs> Ryan really wants to hang out with Applejack and Cutie Pie. I don't know who that is. Rainbow Dash. <laughs> Remember, we were, I was the only episode of My Little Pony I ever saw was when uh, was when they, one of the ponies was having a baby, and it had wings, and they're like, "That's a Pegasus." Yeah, they said. Uh, yeah, they said it, it. It skipped a generation or whatever. That makes sense, right? Implying that one of the ponies had an affair with another one. Yeah. Hey There's a lot of weird things about that show. <laughs> yeah. That show is. Did you know there's a David Tennant Doctor Pony on My Little Pony? I didn't want to know that. There is. Now I can't. They have a little. They have oh, a little. Time I can't erase that from my mind. As their, speaking as their of cutie speaking mark. of Doctor Who, uh, I got the complete Peter Col- Peter Peter collection. Here's. <laughs> you got the <laughs> Peter complete Pan Peter collection. Yeah, Peter collection. <laughs> uh, the so for the new series of Doctor Who, uh, BBC was releasing uh, the complete years of Doctor Who. So it's uh, Eccleston and Tennant, Smith, and then Capaldi. Uh, and I was like, "This is too good to be true." It's thirty bucks on DVD. It's to get three seasons. To yeah. get three seasons of a TV show, they, good. They dropped. They dropped all the complete Blu-ray seasons down. Did they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like all, all like like single seasons yeah. on Blu-ray are now like twelve to thirteen dollars. I didn't know that. Um, so the Capaldi collection, I was like, "This can't be can't be true." Surely it doesn't have the Christmas specials, or at least t- t- uh, the the la- his last. Episode. Don't call me Shirley. Um, it has everything. It's every episode of Peter, Peter Capaldi. I'm like, it'd be this pretty, is awesome. It'd be pretty offensive if they said this is the complete Peter Capaldi collection and it wasn't. I know. Like, like, I, thought th- I thought they could. They like missed the last episode. Well, it's DVD, so. Yeah. Does that include, DVDs like, the, are less expensive. I mean, obviously you said everything. Like the Christmas special? All of them. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, all, the, all three we Christmas should, uh, episodes. And they did. And after we watch all our, 24. That's our task this week. After 24. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> You want to watch 24? No. No, he owns 24 now. No. I, own I own the complete series of 24 because I ordered something and they sent me the wrong item. Oh, oh no. He ordered, what, one DVD and they I sent me the entire I ordered one Blu-ray and they sent me 24, the complete series. <laughs> this is a lot of fun, guys, but what should we do this week? Ben, you go first. And listen, I know work sucks, but I want you to be positive. Yeah, buddy, you know work sucks. No, um, besides seeing uh, Venom with uh, uh, Venom, Sparks Venom, and Ryan. Venom. That's, I that's a positive? No. We hung out. I that's said besides. No, I know, I'm kidding. I was, I was at Disneyland yesterday. I mean, hanging out wasn't fun. Did you wait in that four-hour line? No. Thank you. No, I did not. Yes, I would have been your, uh, your 220-minute line. I would have been mad at you. That was the that. longest line for Haunted Mansion I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. That I've was never seen bananas. that anyway. I, I've never seen anybody that committed. And part of it is because the Fast Pass system crashed. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, really? Like, right in the oh. middle of it. Because I went with my friend who has, like, the highest pass you can get, and it comes with Max Pass. So I'm like, all right, I'll just put 10 bucks for Max Pass. It's worth it. Yeah. We're going to be able to go on these all these rides that we want. Like, we get a fast pass for Guardians and uh, Radiator Springs. Mm-hmm. And right when we're trying to get a new fast pass, it, the app just like shuts down. Everyone's trying to get a fast pass, but they can't. So people are freaking out. And luckily, our fast passes still worked for Guardians and Racers. But we were like, try, like it was like a, a crapshoot of if we were going to um, have a Max Pass to open up again. But there's people in line for the guest relations to go and complain about so it. Di- so if you bought it and you can't use it, then do you, do you get a refund? No, it's not refundable. That's kind of shitty. Like Max Pass itself is not refundable. That's kind of shitty, especially if well, it's they broken. never they never anticipated yeah, the system ne- crashing. I mean, they never anticipated it's yeah. crashing, so they probably <coughs> if you yeah, but when Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Yeah, and when the Max Pass <laughs> system breaks down, the yeah, fast pass <laughs> attendants don't murder everyone. <laughs> 
Well, of course, I'm pretty sure if you went to get guest relations and said, hey, something was wrong with the app, they probably would have done something. But my friend and I, we just stuck it out because she has a pass. And I went, I hit all the bigger, the biggest rides I want to go on last week. So to yesterday for me, it was just like, I got a two day park hopper that I need to burn. So I'm just going to go and yeah. chill. And hey, hey Ben, a- uh, do you have an annual pass yet? No. Ben, how many times have you gone in the past like two months? Twice. Ben, you, you know, like you go one more time, you could just have an annual pass. Yeah, but I'm not going to be able to go again for like a long time. Okay. November, you dick. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> well, that's because I I think I have a friend to sign me in. Still. Ooh, spicy. That, yeah. You can pay money. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, you're, you're getting up think there. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm guessing because you went on a Saturday, it was hella busy. It was actually Pride Weekend at Disneyland, so I didn't think it was, I didn't know it was going to be that busy. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably one of the reasons why the app kind of crapped out. It's because so many people were using the app. Uh, at too much once. pride. Something, something else must have, something it, major must have happened because they, yeah. they should withstand. You know what happened? Yeah, it should, it's right. the devil's month, so the devil got involved. And it's like, no, people need to be miserable at Disneyland. <laughs> hey. I wasn't miserable. I had a no, great time. I, 220 I minutes is all I'm saying. That's, that's, yeah. that's something you could talk about. Hmm. What? Uh, for our week. Oh, yeah. We watched. So for the entire month of Halloween. I found this uh, horror movie challenge thing on Facebook or you're somewhere, and uh, every day is a different theme. So we've watched consecutively like what six six movies, yeah, every single day, and it's been working. Yeah, I watched maybe my favorite movie ever made. You did, and yeah, I that love was you real so great. Much for it, you're you're very welcome. A girl walks home alone at night is a black and white Iranian vampire movie. It's real good. That's a weird thing to say, and that movie uh, was so good. I can't believe it. Yeah, I loved it. So thank you. You introduced yeah. me to all the best stuff. Absolutely, man. Yeah, dude. Real happy. Yeah. Uh, so just work in, in big movies. Yeah, yeah I, w- I watched uh, uh, three movies, Venom being one of them. But Venom, I, I, Venom, did, Venom. I did uh, uh, The Nun, which was fine. Oh, you did that? Okay. I, yeah, I did go see The Nun. I finally saw Conjuring 2, so it was like, let's go see this. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw Conjuring 2 this week. It's awesome. Yeah. I've never seen yeah, it before. Yeah, Conjuring 2 is great. Conjuring 2 is amazing. Uh, I really like Conjuring yeah, 1. An actual good sequel. The, the scene where she's in her study and it, the shadow walks behind the painting. Crap. That movie is so good. Like, can I? I'm just gonna gather the Conjuring two for a minute. Screw the it's nun. allowed. Conjuring two is such a good movie. Like, it's way better than the first one. There's so many bits where you're just like the sh- the shot composition in that film is so well done. The the music is genius. The music is genius. Like the the Crooked Man is one of the scariest things I've seen in ever. Yeah. Jesus, that movie is so good. And the nun is such an imposing figure. Yeah, I loved. James Wan did two uh, as well, right? Conjuring two. Yes. Yeah. And con- he just announced he's not doing three. I'm so I upset. think he's he's now with the big boys, unfortunately. Yeah. The, the big, uh, uh, hot, the wet boys. I don't even think that's necessarily what it is. I think he just wants to get out of the horror game for a yeah. little while. I mean, he's been in it since Saw. Yeah. Which is like a he's long been time in it a long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Conjuring 2 was so good. So I finally, I finally went to see The Nun. The Nun's fine. It's yeah, it's whatever. Made all the um, money. Uh, it's definitely not as good as The Conjuring 2. No. Uh, but The Nun is still a really imposing figure. Is it as good movie. as The Conjuring 1? I'd say it's as good as Annabelle. I, say, the I think first the Conjuring, Annabelle? The, first Annabelle. the first Conjuring's awesome. See, yeah, because I was hoping the Nun would be as good as the the second Annabelle. I haven't seen the second Annabelle. I yet. know because that's that's real good. Yeah, you know, that's where I wanted it to land. I, w- I wouldn't I, say it's better than the Conjuring two, but I'd say it's up there. Yeah, I, I think it's better. Than, I think it's about as good as Annabelle. Annabelle one. Uh, um, spookies. And I just found out they're making a spinoff of the Crooked Man. I'm so stoked. Are yes. they really? Yeah. Um, cool. It's got a really cool like mime, creepy mime already. Oh, so cool. Uh, a rhyme. Sorry. Uh, okay, so so I saw the nun and I saw peppermint and my God, guys, peppermint's great. Is it? I really, really liked it. Lady Lady Punisher. It's been getting quite a thrashing. On uh, I don't tomatoes. think it deserves it. I think if Liam Neeson could get three take, Taken films, I think she can get three uh, peppermint films. I'm totally next there one's for called all Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Wait, didn't they already murder her family? Well, yeah. Dude, but she so they have to murder another <laughs> family. It's gonna be John Wick where she gets a dog. 
Well, no, what it's <laughs> Lady Jesus. John Wick. Well, no, what it what it they definitely set it up so that so it's the same guy who did take him, but he I think he has a better like uh, setup this time this time around where it's like he. Uh, he sets her up as this kind of avenging angel in Los Angeles. So basically, so the you kind of see her. So you, yeah, Punisher. Uh, so you kind of see her like uh, stopping pe- people from abusing their kids, or just she's reluctantly the helping girl with people the dragon around. tattoo. Uh, but better, better than the new one looks. I should I should clarify. I don't think the girl in the spider spiders up looks very good. I don't know. I saw that trailer in theaters. And I was pretty enticed. Yeah, we'll, but we'll see. I'm not really into that one. We'll see. I really like the girl with the gra- dragon. I'm not. I'm not super. That's the book I'm not super familiar with. Yeah. So. And then uh, I saw this animated film called Next Gen on Netflix. Oh, Netflix oh I heard film. about this. That sounds familiar. It's very good. Yeah, uh, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a Netflix original uh, animated feature. Uh, really good. Definitely should check that one out. And I, I finished. Uh, Real quick, just what's it about? I don't. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of Big Hero Six esque. No, uh, I know exactly what it yeah. is now. Now that's right. Okay. I started watching Digimon Tamers. Did did. Uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, I guess I can say it now. I'm going to be on an interview with a with a nerd, uh, with our friend uh, Richard? Richard. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Digimon. Nice. Hell yeah. So I'm, I'm rewatching the third season of Digimon to get ready for that. Did, did. So that'd be exciting. Hmm. Um, oh, I one more thing. It. Go for it. Caught baby. up on all my comics. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. One more. I, I caught up on all of my comic books. I am now completely caught up on all my single issue comics. I'm like two months deep. Yeah. Um, since I moved, I haven't bought a comic and I feel real sad. It's very I got exciting. Marvel Unlimited though. I'm so upset that that we haven't all read Heroes in Crisis because I have words I want to say. I, I read the first one, yeah. Digitally. Oh, did that come out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no. It's a real good comic, I think. Oh, I'm way behind. I don't like the ending. But we can get into it. Yeah. But later. We'll get into it together yeah. later. Together. Um, yeah, so while I was at uh, Disneyland, they had um, a sneak peek for uh, Nutcracker and oh, the Four right. Realms. And I saw it. It was. It actually looks really good. Where was the sneak peek? It it's was at, at California Adventure in Hollywood Studios, over by where the Pixar um, short film festival used to oh, be. Okay, they they do this now. That used to be the Muppet Show, three mm-hmm. uh, D theater, oh, and then now they just use it as like a, a vehicle for whatever Disney movie's about to come out. They they show sneak peeks for that. That's cool. Yeah. So I actually got to see the racking, and uh, that's nightmare fuel, dude. That's awesome. That that's is good. that is straight nightmare. I'm not gonna fuel. lie, I'm a little I'm a little jealous that you saw that, and yeah. I because I've been waiting for that since C23, and you saw it, and I'm like, yeah. Wait, oh, well, I want to see the Rat King. Technically, thousands of people have seen it now. No, I know, but plan. I mean like that. I haven't, and I'm like, that's the thing I've been most interested no, yeah. to see because like, ever thing, since they spoke of the concept, I've been like, that sounds nuts. So the only thing that that's kept me going in my in, my, in interest for uh, Nutcracker and the Four Realms because I haven't liked any of those trailers, and I'm very kind of lukewarm on the film right now. Mm-hmm. You don't love Keira Knightley's. Like, I hate her voice. I hate her voice you do get so to hear, much. You do get to hear her talk in the sneak peek. And I have to say, it's like, man, that is really I high. hate it so much. Um, so I'm not really like jazz on the trailers right now. And I'm kind of like lukewarm on the movie. But you're, it's you're, not jazz, it's what classical. you're talking about for the Rat King is like, well, I really want to see what that's going to look like. Me too. So that's kind of the only thing that's keeping me going. I mean, it's it's it has been my number one. Like, that sounds like the craziest thing. Like, ever since I heard about it from concept, it's I'm like, I want to see that movie just for that. Yeah. Like, Shall we get started? Uh, no, I'm or good. We have anything no, I'm more cool. We can just end it now. All right. Uh, thank you for uh, coming, so guys. We'll <laughs> see you next week. That was our Venom review. You're welcome. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread butter. Hey, okay. Not in my ear. Thank you. All right. So I guess we start with some sad news. Yeah. Uh, Scott Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, who was Herschel on The Walking Dead second season. 
Yes. Uh, passed away at 76 Second years old. Second season, third season. Also and part the, of the fourth. I he's think the fourth apparently is where him, passed away. him, Shane, and uh, Sanita Martin-Green yeah, is that's, coming that's back. Gonna come, that's going to come up. That's so weird. That's a yeah, shame. Yeah. Uh, he, they had already announced he was going to come back for season nine for an unknown amount of scenes. They they announced it. That This was the crazy thing. They announced it at New York Comic Con. Like a couple days ago. An oh. hour before the news broke that he passed. Oh, wow. is that soon? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, he had a battle with cancer, and it's uh, sad to see him go. Uh, he was one of my favorite parts about that really shitty season. He yeah. was one of my favorite parts about the show, period. Like, yeah, you continued really on. You ended at season two, right? I stopped at season yeah, two. Yeah, if you went into season three and four, he was like one of the strong, strong characters yeah. for the show. Does he, does he, is it a spoiler to say that he, in this five year old show, that he. No, he died in season four. No, I'm just making sure. Okay, like, no, I, said the it, governor, I already said it the once. The governor sli- decapitates him, right? Isn't that what happens? Uh, I'm pretty sure. It's been a while. I think, yeah, anyway, he went out like a champ in yeah, that show. Yeah, he, w- he was a great character. He was also um, um, a bit player in The Host, which is one of the movies we watched this week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I think for his return, it's because... Flashbacks? Uh, I'm, or hallucinations, because Maggie's out oh, this season, right. too. So and, she's, she's, and she's Herschel's daughter, so I wouldn't so be surprised Rick and if Maggie it's... Well, they're losing a lot of characters this year. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, well, really, two who have been there. All of these are like returning yeah. folks yeah. that we're mentioning, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain that all his stuff is connected to Maggie because Maggie's on her way out. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Uh, we will we'll talk about Walking Dead a little bit later uh, in the show. Um, but the Hollywood Reporter uh, reported uh, uh, that Disney is developing a live action Lilo and Stitch. Hell yeah, it is. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Um, you're excited about this, Sparks. I am. I'm. Not. I am excited about this. I'm excited about this uh, because I felt like this was a more logical step for live action to go next from Disney than The Lion King. Not that I'm not into The Lion King. No, that is fair. But this makes more sense to me and is more what I want to see. And if they start playing in this time period of of Disney movies, then I'm hopeful that we'll see something like Treasure Planet or Atlantis turned into a live action from Disney. I would be really happy about that. Yeah, my whole thing is, though, when you're this close to a film... Like it's already been out. Like, where's the when? When? When is the okay time to remake a film? Is it even twenty years yet? No, it hasn't. It was been like late nineties, right? Early two thousand two. Holy shit! Really? Two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. it hasn't been. So it's four years shy of twenty years. Wow. Yeah, that's um, my. That was my argument when we found out that the Lion King was being remade. Like, I was like, that's too early. Yeah. No, I get that, but it's almost thirty years now for the Lion King. Lilo and Stitch is like, yeah, we're old. Twenty first oh, yeah. century. Yeah. yeah, that one's a little. That one's a little difficult for me to buy. Uh, obviously, I will see it because I'm. Yeah, a Disney shell. Right, <laughs> cash the paycheck like everybody. Yeah. You think Moana's success had anything to, do, uh, to help? With I, I I certainly think it's Hawaiian possible culture. because I, that's something that I was saying that I wanted to see. It. The a big reason why I wanted to see Lilo and Stitch so soon as live action is because I want Ali Cavajo to play Nani. Nani, yeah. Big oh, sister. Yeah. Moana, the voice oh, of Moana. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that'd be good. She's she's the right age to play Nani. I think she'd be great. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I'd like to see. Might, I think yeah. I think it's a really good time, especially because you will have the largely Hawaiian cast. You know, I think it's a good time. The to, Rock is going to be in it to do. I think it's a good. <laughs> if he's okay, in if the Rock, is, I would not be surprised. Wait, 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 wait. Bubbles. No, if no, 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 no. If the Rock is Gantu, yes, yeah. Oh. Don't yes. lie. Don't lie. You want to see live action Gantu because I want to see live action Gantu. After, uh, after Christopher Robin, like I could be down for another. 
like sweet little animal live action re- thing. I'm, like, I'm into this. Yeah. I'm into the idea of a live action uh, Stitch. And I mean, this is this is just saying that they're developing it. Yeah. There's no announcement of release date or no, anything. We this don't even could... know if it's going to be like uh, Lady and the Tramp is going to be on their streaming service. We don't know if this is the same way. Oh, I'm sure this would be big budget. Yeah. yeah. This this would have to be. This is going to be one of their major well, blockbuster yeah. releases. Yeah. Leland Stitch is such a huge moneymaker for Disney, so of course it's going to be big budget. Well, so the the weird thing is that Lilo and Stitch the TV show. Lilo and Stitch yeah. uh, underperformed. I was going to say, really? It underperformed when it came out in theaters. I see Stitch crap. No, 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 but that's the thing. That's the thing. Its second life has been massive, but its actual box office run was was under A lot of those films back then didn't do Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Lilo and Stitch. They all didn't do really well, uh, which is why they stopped kind of making those post-Renaissance era movies. Um, Lilo and Stitch, however, found a following. Uh, The movie, the sequel movie was straight to DVD. And yeah. then they made the TV show, and the TV show really brought the life back into that back into that franchise. Wow! Then they made a third movie. Uh, oh my god, really? What was the one? What's it called? There, um, there's actually, I think there's four. What was Lilo Louis, and Louis and Stitch? Uh, Leroy. Leroy and Stitch. So there's there's I think that I've, if I'm remembering correctly, I think there there might be four. That's a lot. I, one movie is like the end of the TV show. Yes, that's cool. Okay. So there there's a movie that's the start of the TV show, and there's a movie that's the end of the TV show. Yeah. And then there was Lilo and Stitch two, which had nothing to do with the TV show. I like show. the TV show. I, I do too. I, I th- I've liked everything that uh, honestly, and all of those movies, they're not bad. Yeah, and Dakota they're pretty, Fanning, they're pretty solid. Dakota Fanning repri- uh, played Lilo in the TV show. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I I'm I'm way on board with Alilo and Stitch live action. I think that's a great idea. I'm I'm, I'm hopeful about this. I think it's a, I think it's more accurate for me to say I'm not I'm not not on board with it. What I'm hoping is that because it's not clear one way or another yet. There's rumors of who could be writing it, but but I'd like to see the original writers come back. And the original writers are the writers of How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, and that third movie is probably going to end that trilogy. So, so it's definitely it's the end. So if they came back to touch up on Lilo and Stitch, I'd be real happy. Yeah, there's there's just my, my whole thing about like you know my whole thing about like remakes and and prequels and things. It's like you gotta you gotta show me why this needs to be told in a different medium. Yeah, I think there's like a lot action. of a lot of good ways to do Lilo and Stitch, especially as like the. I don't want to go too much longer on this, but no. like as the uh, secondary audience has like learned. You know, people growing up with Lilo and Stitch have learned a lot of things. There's a lot of positive relationships established in Lilo and Stitch. The fact that Nani never tries to tell Lilo that, you know, any of her crazy ideas are, are bad or wrong. She always fuels her imagination and supports Lilo. And that's yeah, one dude. of the strong things about that bonding relationship. Or like the deeper intense meaning of like why Lilo always feeds Pudge a sandwich to control yes. the weather. When people figured that out was real bananas do you know what i'm talking about Ryan? i don't remember it's been a while so um you find out like someone pieced together after a long time of watching lilo and stitch that uh the reason why she, it's so important to her to give pudge a sandwich because pudge controls the weather yeah her parents died in a car accident in the rain oh ryan yeah. is crying right his brow no. is twitching <laughs> oh, no. so <laughs> not only that but i also i found out that nani was this close to become a professional surfer but she had to give that up because her parents died. Yes, yeah. there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of there's, there's there's a, a lot, lot of that kind of stuff. And if you delve more into those family relationships, which is what so much of Lilo and Stitch is about anyway, the yeah. whole Ohana means family thing. There's there is a whole strong take you can do sure. with that movie right now. When I spent my summers in Mississippi, my older cousin was obsessed with Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. So he watched we watched that movie all the time, but I don't remember it because that was a long time ago. Yeah, we should watch it again. Yeah, I will. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, great Halloween movie. November 1st. I mean, he does dress like Dracula at the end, so... Counts. I'll count it. <laughs> All right. Counts. Counts. Oh, <laughs> so clever. Oh. 
Let's get into some comic book news at uh, at uh, New York City Comic Con, which is this weekend, and I totally forgot. Um, Lots of things happening. Man, I really want want to go to that. Dude, they so showed good. Hellboy stuff, and I'm like, I know, man, I'm so excited. We're not talking about Hellboy because it is nothing showed. Yeah, but yeah, I'm so proud of New York City Comic Con. Nothing leaked. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> stoked for that Hellboy movie. Anyway, yeah. we're not talking about that. We're talking about comic books. We've been wondering, sorry, nerds. We've been wondering for a long time what Brian Michael Bendis' imprint was going to be. We heard about it when he was first announced to go to DC Comics. We now know it is called Wonder Comics. Uh, it will be bringing back the younger generation of superheroes like Young Justice, which will be the the launch series. Young Justice uh, getting a big resurgence this year. But uh, it's not tied to that show. Not tied to the show. It, these are in continuity books, much like Killzone from Jeff Johns, much like something in Dark Label, Three Jokers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, uh, and Bendis' own, like, independent. Jinx World is Jinx not, World, yeah. not, not tied to Jinx World, no. but, it, but it is in continuity, like Killzone from Jeff Johns. I think it's mostly accurate. Um, it's called by Mark Bendis and Patrick Leeson, who will be doing the art for Young yeah, Justice. Yeah, boy. So I'm very excited. It's going to reunite Connor Kent, Bart Allen, and Tim Drake uh, as the three main leads. Uh, it will be Tim Drake as Robin, looking very classic Robin. I'm very excited for that. Connor Kent, who's been missing since... Uh, his series got canceled yeah, in we've, the new yeah. Yeah. we've been wondering for a while when Connor was going to resurface this is, yeah. Thank this you, is exciting yeah this is very exciting uh, and we he even uh, even clarified Connor is not going to replace John nope, uh, nope. they're, they're going to be two they're super different boys. people so I'm very excited to hear that what a crazy time I know um uh, well, John Kent is one of the most exciting characters to come out of DC. In years. Oh no, I know, but I mean, like, we, we made it. We're here. We have two freaking Superboys. Yeah, and, and they're both great. Yeah, Connor Kent uh, looking very classic in his leather jacket again. Heck yeah, dude! Uh, Bart Allen, who came back in Flash Fifty, uh, will did be he go by Impulse or what is it? He is back. To, he's Impulse. Impulse. Now. That's cool. Yeah, he was Kid Flash when Wally was Flash, but yep. he is now Impulse again. From um, the future, uh, he will also introduce two new characters like Jimmy he- Ginny Hex, who is the great 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 granddaughter of Jonah Hex. That's so, that's so great and dumb. I love it. I love um, comic books. Uh, the, sorry, yeah. The great, great, great granddaughter of Jonah Hex who knows nothing about her distant relative and a character <laughs> named Teen Lantern, a Bolivian hacker who has secretly been accessing the main Green Lantern power battery. That sounds like like Ooh. a Jason Todd-esque yeah. Green Lantern. Like He like that's he steals awesome. it. That's pretty cool. So that's cool. Edgy Teen Lantern. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Young Justice. I think that'll be really fun. A lot of characters that I've been missing. Bendis writes teenagers so well. So yeah, like that's does. this is perfect. Yeah. Uh, Bendis will also be co-writing with David Walker, who's write, who wrote Cyborg. Uh, art by Jamal, Jamal Campbell, who did Just League of America, Vixen. Uh, a book called Naomi. Mm. Uh, he released a couple more information about this one. He said, Naomi is a young African-American girl in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, she's adopted. She's the only person who looks like her in her tiny town. And one day, Superman and Mongol crashed, through, crashed there for a split second during the middle of a fight. It's a little help. It's a little blip in the bigger scheme of things for either of them. But his appearance there will inspire Naomi to look into her own uh, adoption. And the result of her looking will bring about something the DC Universe has never seen before. Bendis is, man... So Bendis lives in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. and he's adopted African American children. So he's like writing this book for his kids. Like he, that's so cute. He has definitely. Well, he said this about about uh, Wonder Comics. He said I, I I did a deep dive into uh, DC history, and I pulled characters that we haven't seen before. I pulled characters that you know Connor Kent was always going to come back, but I was just wondering when, and I was able to get him and like things like that. So he's he's 
he's now firmly entrenched in the lore of the DC universe, and he's doing what he did with Ultimate <coughs> Comics, essentially, which is kind of like, you know, taking things from the old, from from what happened before, and kind of reestablishing them in a new light. Yeah, a lot what Je- Jeff Johns did when he came on to do Green Lantern, a lot of that sort of stuff. It's the kind of stuff I love to see. Yeah, yeah. Dude. you know, it's it's rebirth. It's it's embracing the past and doing something new with oh, it. Oh, the future. Bendis coming to DC is just the best thing that ever happened yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I don't think anything bad has come out of Bendis when he came over to DC. I don't know. Have you read Superman? I'm kidding. Uh, Superman. I, I am reading Superman, I don't know. Have actually. you read his Walmart Batman story? I didn't think so. Nobody has because we can't has, find it. We can't find <laughs> the damn Don't talk about... Are we going to talk about... The I, went, I, went to, I went to try and find it and I, didn't fi- I couldn't find it. You couldn't find it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Ho- I'm looking. I'm never gonna get that Swamp Thing comic. I, I'm so sorry, buddy. Okay. I wanted to get it for you. It's okay. Dial H for Hero is another book coming out. This is the third. Of, this is the second one since the Wait, New Two. They already did that in the, the New Two, right? Had a Dial yeah, H for Hero. That book Hero. Uh, got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. But this one will be written by Sam Humphreys, uh, who's currently writing Harley Quinn, art by Joe Quinn Quinones. Quinones? Oh, Quinones. Thank yeah. you. He did. Um, he did uh, Howard the Duck for Marvel. Oh, did with, he? With uh, Chip Zdarsky. He did a book called Black Canary as uh, Zatanna, which is a uh, original uh, yep. original graphic novel. Um, no information on that one, but it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna be a teen hero now uh, using the dial. They did say they wanted to use a dial and not like an app, which is very <laughs> exciting. That <laughs> it's gonna have it like, a rotary school. phone again. Yeah. Can you imagine some millennials like they open up that book? It was like, what the heck is that? Yeah. What? Where are the yeah. buttons? You don't button. You had you had to dial. You had to like. This Wonder it. Comics, by the way, looks like it's gonna hit the same audience that like DC. Ink is it ink that's hitting the young adult audience, or Ooh. is it Zoom that's hitting the young adult audience? I think Zoom is like younger. Okay, well, one of whatever one of their one new of twelve imprints, imprints yeah. one one of the two imprints that are that they announced as like original Man, graphic novels. All of those were coming. I think out. those are like can, much Zoom? younger. I think those are like way younger. Well, no, there's there's a there's a YA one. Okay, and I think Wonder Comics is probably aiming towards that same crowd. Okay, gotcha. I want to say. Zoom was the YA. I think Zoom? it's Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, that's how no, no, no. Inked was like more adults. Zoom was no, no, the kid. They're, they're, no. Ink is for kids. It, oh, ink is for kids. Yeah, there, there's only, there's an imprint for kids, for kids and an imprint for YA. That, okay. Anyway, anyway, yes. Wonder Twins are coming back. Activate and shape of a bucket of water. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> what? This is all very exciting. The Wonder Twins have not been seen in main continuity for a very, 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 very long time. I don't think since I read comics. There's been a Wonder Twin Yeah, definitely, thing. definitely not since I've read comics. Although are they coming back no. with the Challengers? The Challengers is not known. <laughs> are they going to see the motion picture? Uh, no, the, the last Challengers I, already came back. Actually, Brandon, I think we did see the Wonder Twins. It wasn't like the Wonder Twins as we know, but it was in Justice League 3000. Oh, you might be they right. Called themselves, You're right. Good job, they ben. called themselves the Wonder Twins, but they weren't really the Wonder Twins. Of like putting like one. No, that would be, I won't. I won't count that because this is the Wonder Twins. Like the Wonder this Twins. This is the like Wonder Twins. Shape of Water, Shape of an Animal. Yeah, Got they're it. they're back. Written by Mark Russell, who did the Flintstones, which is a fantastic Hell book. And anyone yeah, who hasn't read it needs to read it. Um, Stephen Byrne. Who wrote? Just, who don't do that? Flintstones is great. No, I haven't read it. Yeah. Okay, don't shake your head. It's, it's great. A, no, I'm I was like, I'm gonna have a book club soon. Um, Stephen Byrne, who did Justice League Power Rangers, which has beautiful art, beautiful yes. art. Oh yeah. Um, so Mark Ruffalo and Stephen Byrne—they're bringing back the the twins, and they're bringing back their alien monkey. Uh, I'm very excited for this. The 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 coolest thing I ever saw with the Wonder Twins was that Smallville episode where they showed up. I, I don't remember, remember that. this. No, I remember yeah, that, that episode. Happened. Didn't Johns write that episode? I think so. Man, I don't even. Yeah. Remember. I, I don't. It was awesome. Did they actually Wonder Twin powers yeah. activate? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. They did say Wonder Twins. They said powers activate, and they bump fist, and then their fist started going. They would bump fist, and like one turned into mist, and another turned into a ravenous dog. And all right, it was a really good episode. All right, somebody save me. Uh, so yeah, that that's all really exciting. Finally, some news on the on that Wonder Comics on that oh, imprint. That's like a whole lot of comics I now got to oh, buy. And I get oh, it. God. Wonder Twins, Wonder Comics. I think a lot of that. Yeah. Um. Well, one of the things that uh, I remember we were talking about was that. 
um, Bleeding Cool, I think, announced uh, had said there was rumors that the imprint was not coming out anymore because uh, they were disappointed in the Man of Steel and Superman sales, and oh, uh, yeah, Jinx yeah. World wasn't doing as well as they wanted to do. Uh, but I'm Take really that. happy to see that that's not true and that this is coming out. I'm right. very excited for all of these. Uh, as your as our resident Bendis fa- Bendis fan, uh, yeah. What do you think about these? I, I think I said earlier that like him coming to DC is the best thing that ever happened to me. So yeah, I, I'm happy. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy. Um, well, Earth M guys, Earth M used to be the world where all the milestone comics uh, existed uh, back when um, Dwayne McDuffie yeah uh, established uh, uh, milestone characters like um, Static Shock. Stati- I was thinking about uh, Static Shock Guardian, the milestone. No, what's the uh, the Golden Helmet? Paladin? No, oh, no, I don't know. I forgot his name. Nope. Um, I think I have it here anyway. Yeah. Um, but Earth M will be returning these characters, these milestone characters. Uh, most, uh, all of them are African American characters because uh, Dwayne McDuffie wanted to, like, he, he famously he he wanted to do like a whole world where there was just African American characters, and they were folded in um, after one of the crises, I think. Yeah. Um, but now they're back on their own Earth. Uh, Earth M. Uh, will be all the milestone books. Um, it's the Im- it's a new imprint again. A lot of new imprints. Oh, it's an DC. entire imprint. It's an entire imprint. Oh boy! So wow. DC DC said Dan Didio on on stage said we've had a lot of great. Wait, luck. no. Can you can you say it like Dan? Oh, Didio? <coughs> thank you. We've had a we've had a we've had a lot of great luck with these uh, pop up imprints, and uh, we want to do more of those. We want to, uh, Thanks for stopping by, Dan. <laughs> yeah, they have like what thirteen imprints now. Ink, Zoom, late Black Label, Kill uh, Wonder, Kill Zone, Earth M. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing that's, something. That's already two hands. That's plenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jinx um, World. Uh-huh. Jinx World. Jim Seven. Lee. Oh, yeah. Jim, uh, Jinx World. Uh, Jim Lee said, I guess, w- Vertigo? Is, it, is this technically an yes, imprint? Yes. No. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Holy shit, DC. Um, uh, Jim Lee said, we know fans have been waiting for the return of Milestone Media, and we're excited to collaborate with Reggie and Dennis. Uh, Reg- Reginald uh, Hudlin is who they're, uh, who's who's coming back i think he was one of the original founders of milestone he's okay, coming cool. back um we're excited to collaborate with reggie and dennis uh to build this new earth m universe this world will reintroduce iconic characters fans know and love along with new bold original concepts created and and uh, uh, creating a new platform dedicated to inclusion and great storytelling uh jim lee the new co-creative uh the creative consultant off the cco big boy uh john john's his old job um the first book will be called Milestone, just plain old Milestone, with Reginald Hudlin as the writer, Ken Lashley as the will do the artist. It's going to kick off the entire line. Uh, Icon. I t- okay, there you go. Um, built uh, built around Icon and Rocket, two of the first Milestone characters to be introduced in the '90s. Though other heroes and villains will be featured as well, uh, as Milestone actively sets the stage for future Earth M series to launch off of that. And those titles will be Static Shock by Hudlin and Kyle Baker. Uh, focusing on 14-year-old Virgil Hawkins, a kid with a love of comics and science, uh, science. who develops dazzling electric powers. We have not seen Static Shock since uh, he was on a show Teen Titans in the New 52. Oh, wow. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Uh, Duo by he Greg... He his own series for a... He hot, did. For got canceled real quick. Scene. No, yeah. he was a New 52 launch title, he and was. then it just died. Yeah. Mark Bernardin, who writes Castle Rock, the TV show, wrote that book, and then he's not writing it anymore. <laughs> no, he's not. Duo by Greg Pak, uh, which is a yeah. miniseries introducing the twisted story of a couple sharing one body for eternity. Oh. That's kind of cool. That sounds great. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, Love Army by uh, Hudlin uh, is a miniseries about a secret army of women with amazing abilities and super strength sworn to protect the planet. And then Earth M uh, is going to operate a lot like Earth 2 uh, did for the New 52. Um, Hudlin and Alice Randall 
will be writing that one featuring a mysterious new vigilante character. Ooh, the mysterious vigilante. That's the only no, that's all, all the news we got on that one, but it's kind of exciting. Good to see uh, good to see Malison come back, I think. Yeah. A lot of people wanted this for a while. There's too many comics, dude. I know. Too many comics. As soon as, as, soon as, soon as they comics. announced Young Justice, I'm like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that Static Shock's coming back. I mean, I don't know many other Milestone characters, but like he's the one that you know Icon. <laughs> what you know Icon? I don't. Remember. I thought his name was Paladin. <laughs> I only know Icon because he was in Young Justice. I'll yeah. be honest. Okay. Um, I don't. Black Lightning was not a Milestone character, but I think they borrowed him for a couple of issues. Yeah. Um, I, d- I do know he had something to do with the Milestone universe. Yeah. Anyway, a lot more news to go. Yay! Uh, Captain Marvel is getting a new comic book, hot, hot off the heels of Life of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, which is redoing her origin story. That's fine. Probably more in line with the movie, I Probably. guess. Probably. That's what but I would be assuming. But my girl, Kelly Thompson's writing it, right? Yep. Yeah, Kelly Robin Thompson, Gambit. who wrote uh, West Coast, who was writing West Coast Avengers. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, X. Mr. and Mrs. X. Cam- uh, Carmen Carnero, uh, artist for X-Men Red, will be doing the art. Oh, he's great. And he just, uh, he's, she signed exclusively to Marvel. That was announced at New York Comic Con, so she's nice. a Marvel lady now. Got him. Uh, you really want her to be accessible to new and younger audiences who are going to see the movie fall in love and want to seek out other Captain Marvel stories, but you really want to respect the fans who have loved the character for decades. I think there's a razor's edge there. It's kind yeah. of what she had to say about the title. And I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Her, like, her, like I've said before, like her origin is super convoluted, so like just streamline it. It yeah. doesn't need to be crazy. Yeah. This isn't me crapping on this, because I think this is fine yeah. and a good idea and everything. But it does, it, it does appeal to me that DC Comics... Uh, keeps doing things just to make good comics. Marvel yeah. keeps kind of trying to pander to what's popular. 100%. Like in the films and everything. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of glad DC movies fail just because DC's not trying to make their comics match their movies. That is, I yeah. will give it, that is the one caveat of like, anytime a movie's big, like the Guardians kind of get turned into the Guardians movie characters. Yeah, Which yeah. Which is why I'm super stoked for the new Guardians yeah. comic. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, I, Cap- Captain America went the opposite route. He got turned into a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for this simply because I love Kelly Thompson and she's like she's like a huge up and comer at Marvel. Uh, we saw so some glad. artwork and it's her with long hair like Brie Larson's hair. Yep. Um, right after that trailer dropped, uh, all the issues I read of her Avengers and and Mortal Hulk uh, where she, she has short hair where she popped up and she had long hair. Oh, she had long hair. And I'm oh, like, yeah. that's I know why you did that. Yeah. But that looks real weird. Yeah. Because yeah. I only know her with like the pixie cut or, yeah. or right, something exactly. like that. Exactly. Um, the relaunch is going to send Carol back to New York and will prominently feature her Avengers teammates and other familiar allies like Spider-Woman. Uh, they said there's going to be a romance, but not much information about that one. Cool, cool. So that's exciting. Uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man from the creative team of All New Wolverine. Hell yes. Uh, which was a book we did as a book club. Thanks to Ryan. Yeah, it's me. Tom Taylor and Juan Cabal. Uh, Taylor had this to say, with a lot of heroes, they're most heroic when they're in their suit and hide away their nature. Uh, the rest of the time, but Peter's humanity and kindness isn't even isn't ever hidden. He wants to do the right thing by everyone, no matter whether he's on the ground or swinging through the sky. I've always loved when Peter Parker is at his most re- relatable. Sure, he's a guy who saves the world, but he's still struggling to pay his bills with his with his housemates. That's the heart of the series. We're going to tell some big stories here and introduce an all new hero, but it's all about the micro. This is Peter finding adventure in his in his apartment building. At, a few doors down. So Chip Zdarsky was writing Spectacular Spider-Man, right. which just ended. Yep. So they're just replacing that with a different, uh, you know, lower stakes book instead of the big uh, regular Spider-Man book, which I'm, and I love Tom Taylor, so I'm stoked. I love lower stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it when they give Miles left to do. Miles Morales? Yeah. Hey. Here's the thing. Hey. When I read this, I said, I, I went back to the conversation we've had before. Should have been a Miles book. Like, why do you keep... He's getting the book where he fights Rhino. Yeah. Or actually, he's teaming up with Rhino. 
They announced that at, Com- <gasps> at uh, they announced that at New York City Comic Con. Hey, right, I do a flip. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I yeah. just like Miles is is Miles isn't special when there's two Peter Parker books and both of them are doing the same thing. Where it's just I'm Mild Man or Peter Parker doing yeah. the Peter Parker thing, and that's what, that was the position Miles has. I, it's we have no, to, I get you. Yeah, uh, we still have to see like what that Miles book will be, but like from what we read, I was like, oh, it just seems like another Spider-Man book. Yeah, like so it doesn't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I miss when Miles is special. He's still special in my heart. I'm really looking forward to that. Are kind his, of his books right now are weird. are just ordinary. Yeah, he's the ordinary Spider-Man. He's listing. Yeah. Yes, they don't know what to do with him in the main continuity. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, <clears throat> Buffy the Vampire Slayer got some news on that one. More. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, actual announcement of the of the series and oh, kind of okay. where it's going to go. Uh, Jody Belair is going to be the the uh, the writer. Dan Mora from Claws is going to be the artist. Jordy Belair is a is an artist. She's she's going to be doing. She's writing it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Um, she said she had this to say. Buffy has brought my life so much jo- so much joy, and to be part of that is now that. To be part of that now is ridiculously overwhelming on many levels. My very favorite aspect of Buffy is how we have a wide group of characters that love each other, hurt each other, and sometimes they even kill each other. I can't wait to dabble within that universe to find new stories, explore older ones, and forever maintain the theme of self-discovery and growing up, whatever that means. The synopsis reads... This is the Buffy Summers you know, who wants what what, what every average teenager wants... Friends at her new school, decent grades, and to escape her imposed destiny as the next in a long line of vampire slayers tasked with defending the forces of evil. But the slayers world uh, looks a lot more like the n- like the one outside your window. As this new series brings her into a new era with a new challenge, with new challenges, new friends, and a few enemies you might already recognize. The more things change, the more they stay the same. As the gang Giles, Willow, Xander, Cordelia, Giles. and more uh, faces. Brand new big bads and a threat, ex- uh, a threat lurking beneath the perfectly manicured exterior of Sunnydale High, confirming what every teenager has always known: high school truly is hell. Welcome back to the Hellmouth for the first time. More Buffy, friendly neighborhood Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's basically the, the what we thought, what we saw in the teaser. It's, it's, it's modern. They're version. putting her in high yeah. school, but it's modern day high school, and it's, it is Buffy Summers. Neat. Yeah, um, like I said, like Jordi Belair is like one of like she's not a she's not an artist. She's a she's a like an inker and a colorist, and she does like so many books. Her name is on so many books, so yeah. it's really cool that she's branching out in the writing. And I might give it a shot just to see if she's got the chops because she's a great artist. So yeah, she great. is working closely supposedly with Joss Whedon. Uh, I'm glad a girl's writing a girl book. Yeah, that's good. This is the first time I think someone's a girl has written a Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, that's book. stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. I don't I, know for I'd sure. Have, I'd have to look at. That. I know. Chris, I don't yeah. know that that's true. I know Christopher Christopher Gage. Chris, Chris Gage, Chris, Christos Gage, yeah. uh, wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer for a long time. I don't know if he yeah. was the full thing, but anyway, that's out January 9th, thousand nineteen. Uh, I'm probably not going to read that because honestly, I don't really care. Um, it's not that I don't care. I guess I like. Buffy. You could say you don't care. I don't. I, you don't have to love every book. I liked Buffy. I think Buffy ex- exists in the '90s, and I like her in the '90s. I agree. I yeah. never got into Buffy, so I have no opinion about this. Yeah. I. You're more of a Charmed girl. I don't like Charmed either. I've I never seen Charmed. all of Charmed. <laughs> I kind of agree with you that I think Buffy's a kind of a product of her time, but if they modernize it right, yeah. I could be on board. Vampire apps. Vampire apps. How do they work? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. 
mm, I'm more interested in this comic than I am in the television show. I get that. That's right, because they are rebooting the TV show as well. Yeah. Oh, I, oh. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so we know about the Jason Aaron Conan book, um, Conan the Barbarian. But yes. now we have The Savage Sword of Conan by Jerry, Gu- by Jerry Duggan and Ron Garney. <gasps> Ron Garney's so good. Uh, I'm all up in Conan. Uh, oh, I'm so into Conan, you guys. This is great. The story will follow Conan across the high seas and promises treasure, fighting, romance, Conan swinging all kinds of weapons at death's cultist heads. Uh, both Conan titles are going to run a serialized novella. Uh, in their uh, in the backs in the backs of the issues to kind of like go back to its pulp adventure hero uh, awesome. status, uh, and that's out February 2019. <sighs> that's uh, a lot of Conan. Guess we're reading Conan, guys. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm definitely reading it, and, and I'm I'm reading that Jason so Aaron book for sure. It's a uh, so I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Conan, but because of Conan O'Brien, I'm just it's just Conan to me now, and I can't. I think I it is Conan. Yeah, I can't help it. Sorry, sorry, barbarian man. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm reading Conan. Yep. Uh, although I'm not crazy about Jerry Duggan, so I might not get this one. But yep. uh, definitely Jason. See, Aaron I'm one. not not crazy about him. I just didn't care for his Guardian stuff. Right. Like everything else he's done, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of. Yeah, he's a funny dude. Yeah, very much. But I don't his know. Great. But I don't know if he can sword and sandals. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Well, anyway, so video game section now. This came on my. This kind of like dropped on my on my thing that's like a magically uh, last night when I was writing this episode. Beep, I, don't, beep, I don't know who put this on there. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, the Walking Dead, which is interesting because I had this tab open. I was about yeah. to write this in. Uh, the Walking Dead, we announced uh, last the week before that Telltale went belly up. Yeah. And yeah. they were probably not going to finish The Walking Dead final season, although they wanted to. Uh, we, we now find found out that Skybound, uh, Kirkman's imprint and company at Image, uh, has taken the reins, basically reached a deal to help Telltale finish the game, uh, finish the final season, and put it out. Not, not to help Telltale, to take over. Um, they, like they'll take over. It's not going to be under Telltale now. It'll be under it'll Skybound. Be, but they're bringing all of the original team members. Uh, okay, from that's, that's what it was. Yeah, then. yeah. Skybound is going to uh, tell, tell, Telltale it. will still disappear. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. Kirkman had this to say: We've successfully negotiated with Telltale Games for our company Skybound to come in and see season four of the Telltale game to completion. We can't lose Andrew Lincoln and Clementine in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who that is? But anyway, uh, the main, the main. Andrew Lincoln character. is Rick. I know who that oh, is. Oh, Clementine. Cle- Clementine. She's the, the main, main character. She's the main character of the game. She's okay. been in all the seasons, and she started as a kid, and now she's like, a f- like almost an adult. So it'd be really sad not to see it finish. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that because they went out saying this is the final season. It was always like terrible. I could imagine for all the fans, yeah. including myself, because I play that game. I'm behind, but yeah. I play it, and I was like, man, it's not gonna have an ending. That's terrible. and they yeah. they before this news came out, like they they took it off the store, so you couldn't even buy the final season anymore. Yeah, like you couldn't even play it now if you wanted to. Jeez, and I'm like, I'm glad, I'm glad something's happening, man. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's exciting for all. And good for those freaking developers who can actually like get their job back, even for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wonder if this means the Skybound will will be opening up a game division. I don't think so. No. I think this is I think this is because it's Walking Dead related. I think this is Kirkman wanting to make sure that fans get what they deserve yeah. from this. Um I don't think this is a foray into video gaming yeah. Yeah. for them. Uh well speaking of video games, Mega Man is getting a live action movie apparently. Who's Mega Man? Um uh, never heard of him. Uh, the, don't you mean Rockman? No, it's the no. the the dude with the this the hedgehog with the spikes and the blue. Oh, crash. Oh. Yeah, crash. Ah, uh, you guys. I was going to say ratchet, but all right. You guys. This is ratchet. Jack from Jack and Dax? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, man. You all suck. Um, who's <laughs> the one in the armor, the the mass chief? Iron oh, Man. Oh, Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper, thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh Ben, <laughs> oh, it's like those memes of it's like Voldemort but it's like hey Gandalf needs to help uh the Enterprise 
destroy the Death Star. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Know, yeah. you yeah. know those memes that make nerds angry. It's a it's a picture of it's a picture of Gandalf and it says "Live long and prosper" and it says Darth Vader. On the <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. those are great. Um, anyway, so a live action film has been announced by by Capcom uh, Japan and will be distributed by 20th Century Fox. Uh-huh. Um, who will they be around? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, they also announced the Kingsman prequel with Ray Fiennes, and they're just oh, like Jesus. they're just like let's get everything out. Ta- talking about 20th Century Fox real quick. I know we're going to talk about it later, but that new Dragon Ball Super Broly trailer, the dub version, where it then shows 20th Century Fox because 20th Century Fox owns distribution oh, rights Lord. for all Dragon Ball properties. I'm like, still? oh man. Dragon Ball's going to be distributed by Disney in the future. Oh my god. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. The oh. movies are. Chi-Chi's going to be a Disney princess. Oh no. Uh she is the, she's a princess. So yeah. not not all Dragon Ball is owned by them. Only the the movies. That's so weird. Oh, they own all movie rights, uh, not the show. That's uh, that's just with Funimation. Okay. That's so weird. Anyway, um uh, it's bananas. The the movie is going to be penned by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman who wrote uh who it's pen, pen and directed by these people. Um, the Their credits include, although I don't know what, what exactly they did on these movies, Paranormal Activity 3 and 4 and the movie Nerve with Dave Franco. <laughs> um, which what, I, what a weird yeah. it's not, selection. Those are three like horror-based things. So I think Paranormal 3 is amazing. Yeah. Like I, Paranormal 3 is my favorite Paranormal Activity movie. Okay. Um, my memories are hazy. It's the one in the far past when they were the kids. Oh, in the 80s? Yeah. That, yeah, you're right. That's that one's one. awesome. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I really like it because they... But then they also ways. did four. Yeah, they also did four, which is Win probably one of the worst. Yeah. But did they, they, they do five, which is fine? I they didn't, didn't see do five. five. A five is fine. I they never made saw, that many? I never saw six. They made six? They oh, okay. Six. No, I did see five. I haven't seen five six. Five is then. the kind of the spinoff where it's in the... The marked ones. Oh, the I don't call ones. that five. I just call that the they marked do. ones. They do. They call it five. Do they? That's yeah. a lie. It's called Paranormal Activity 5, like the marked ones. I didn't know it was called that. I thought it was just called Paranormal Activity, the marked ones, and then the last one was Paranormal Activity, the final chapter. Maybe it's oh. like a Star Wars thing where they just kind of take off the title. To, it's just a Force Awakens. Maybe. Like I don't know. Anyway, Paranormal, I never saw Paranormal Activity 6. I gave up after Neither the marked ones. Um, anyway. So, I thought the marked ones was better than 4. So I, ben, did too. I did too. How much do Paranormal Activities and people made out of robot parts go together? They don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> they they well, don't. I think as we I think as we know from Jordan Peele. Yeah. Oh, true. I was about to say yeah. yeah, yeah uh, Jordan Pe- I mean, yeah, because he was oh, the guy who did Pineapple Express is making Halloween. So like, yeah. Yeah. And got, everything and also, awesome. everything and also works. Jordan Peele was the key and Peele, and, that, and then he wins an Oscar for Get Out. Yeah. Oh, so. Key and Peele. Duh. Oh, I thought it was about peeling bananas. You don't peel bananas. That's a bad joke. I'm out. I'm Bye. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I was just like, what dumb thing just happened over there? <laughs> um, Capcom so, wants to cater to a diverse audience without alienated gamers who become, who became fans of the character by playing the games while still keeping the elements that made Mega Man a household name. Here's what That's I picture. That's all we know about it. Ben, yeah. you're the Mega Man fan. I yeah. picture this movie being Kill Bill or Scott Pilgrim-esque, where they t- kind of turn it more into just like, this dude has to beat a bunch of guys... Funny thing is, and there's like a I, lot of diverse, cool characters. Funny thing is, I actually had some ideas for seven total Mega Man films. Uh, of course, you did. You At, said you said Scott Pilgrim, and yeah. now I'm like, man, if Edgar Wright made Mega Man, oh, that'd be awesome. That looks so good. That would be yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, go on, Ben. No, because uh, I don't know what to think about this. Because when I first hear a Mega Man live action movie, my because of the, like the video game curse, my first thought is no. Don't, 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 well, the new Mega Man looks pretty good. The Mega Man 11 has been some pretty good reviews. Yeah. I, I can't wait to play it. I still haven't gotten it yet because broke. But I feel that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I want to be hopeful because it's like, hey, because you can do some really cool robot stuff on the big screen. But at the same time, it's like it's it's Mega Man. You have to ha- you have eight robot masters, and how you get cram all eight robot masters and character development it's into one movie? Scott Pilgrim. 
And also, they don't. Also, Scott Pilgrim. Also, like I like that movie, but if you've read the books, they do. No, I know. I'm strictly talking about like fighting a bunch of people in a row. Also, the robot masters don't have that much personality, my dude. No offense. Yeah. Also, they don't need to do all of them. It's true, they don't. They don't have to have all. You need to fight a bunch of then get to the bad guy. I'm only interested in this movie if it's a rock musical with the music of the Proto Men. (gasps) Yeah. Otherwise, uh, no thank you. No, thank you. What if it's a musical? I, I, again, this is another, I feel much the same way I feel about Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm like, yeah. just make a good 2D animation film. Oh, Nobody's yeah. doing 2D animation in theaters anymore. Yeah, this Make sh- good 2D animation and make a good animated film. You can They're, even make it be 3D. You, what, why? Why do you have to make it live action? Yeah, it's a good question. Like, these things look so much better in animation anyway. Like, the only thing I could see live action is Mega Man. Yeah. Whereas Sonic the Hedgehog, give me 2D. I don't want this 3D animated slash like no, but, I mean, like, but I'm like picturing like yeah. the city the city's gonna look better in 2D animation oh, yeah, definitely. than it is in CG so what I don't oh, my is, fear I don't it's get gonna the be action. like, like a dark this, and is gritty is this the dog that keeps you up at night this is the dog that keeps me up to like 5 in the morning yeah, yeah. I hope you guys can hear it because I'm suffering oh. that's great no, dude, but, like, I'm, I'm imagining, like, the good Mega Man, but then I'm picturing, uh-huh. like, the dark, gritty, like, Titans Mega Man where, like, uh-huh. I need to avenge my father's so death. Mega, so, essentially, well... <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, essentially, Mega Man X, kind of. That's still, yeah, but, like... I, where yeah. he's not pacifist, he just wants to murder everything. Yeah, I, I'm imagining more, like, like revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyway, that's wrong. Which is weird, because Mega Man doesn't do revenge. There's not a whole lot we can talk about yeah. this, because there's not really a whole lot there. Um, I, just, I just still question, like... I think that you can make great movies with Sonic and Mega Man. I think you can make great movies with them, but I do think those movies should be animated. Yeah, we'll see how Monster Hunter does because that's filming. Fuck. No, okay, right. so that that does lean more to, towards live yeah. action to me. But than I mean, animation. that's a Capcom produced like thing. No, I know, so I know. That does so well. it's going to be an indication. Yeah, yeah. man, Ron Perlman's with in that a, movie with a great director. In a pretty, a pretty okay, good director. A pretty hit and his miss wife, director. and then Hellboy. So like, I'm gonna see it no matter what. All right, all right. So for a long time, we've been hearing about the Star Wars uh, new TV series from Jon Favreau, and this week we got something that I, for for a second, thought was fake. We got an announcement. What it is, it's called The Mandalorian, Uh, and it was announced with the uh, graphic that said, after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, who's a shitty character, um, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the, tra- the travails, which I didn't know was a real word, uh, of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy for uh, far from the authority of the New Republic. Uh, Dave Filoni, uh, did, who worked on Clone Wars and Rebels uh, and the upcoming Resistance, will direct the first episode. It is his first live-action directing gig, which is kind of exciting for me. Uh, he's also working very closely with John Favreau, which is only exciting to me because Dave Filoni has done more in-canon work with The Mandalorians than anyone working on Star Wars now. It's true. Um, and that's really cool. Because Knights he, of the Old Republic had you went to Mandalore and you participated in a fight not club. Not canon anymore. It's a legacy. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, although, a, although Dave Filoni has hinted at a lot of things that were established in about Mandalorians in that game. He did. Uh, so, I mean, like, how much of it is canon and I'm how saying, much isn't? Yeah. Mandalorian fight clubs. It's going to happen. But we see, we see a lot of Mandalorian stuff in Clone Wars and Rebels. And one of the main characters is Mandalorian and Rebels. Mm-hmm. As you guys know... I don't like Boba Fett all that much, but reading this uh, little synopsis thing, it sounds like a space western, and I am so down. Well, for well, because here's the thing: this isn't Boba Fett. The the, the they just said those words. The, so you know the Mandalorians are one of the most interesting and underused in media, like in in actual film and television media, races in all of 
all Star, Star Wars. The Warriors, like, baby, they're, they're like, fighting. They're like they're like one of the most interesting, fascinating. They're basically human versions of the Predator. Uh, like they're they're 100% really great. True. They're really great. And there's so much to explore there. So, so the idea that this is going to be tackling that on some level is, there is was fascinating. A, there was a book series that uh, tackled the Mandalorian culture and like really dived deep. And Dave Filoni threw all of that out. And <laughs> did and when he did the Clone Wars episode that introduced them. Yeah, they're like they're like a warrior race. They love they love fights. Yeah. They love they're very passionate. It's like caste systems. A lot of honor. Yeah, um, almost Klingon esque. Almost uh, not a savage. The other thing I love about this is um, John Favreau was a Mandalorian. I, in Clone Wars. I want to see oh. more. If it, you know, was something I do miss from the original trilogy, something I want to see more in Star Wars is more of the 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 edge of the frontier, mm-hmm. the, dis- yes. the you know the outer dis- rim, dilapidated outer rim, uh, under power. underappreciated planets, uh, where it does feel like the old Wild West. There's something the original trilogy had in Spades, but 100%. it hasn't been so present in Star Wars in the newer trilogies. Right. Um, That's I why love I'm that. Really excited, That's the dude. setting I want to be in. Do you have who else is going to be directing some of these episodes? Hell yeah. Um, Taika Waititi. Heck yeah. uh, Which is, honestly, the most surprising name on this list for me. Dude, Disney's got him now. They got him. Um, Thank God. Yeah, but a TV budget for Taika Waititi. He must have seen something in this that yeah. he really wanted to do. He worked, he worked on Flight of the yeah, Concords. it's called Star Wars. I know. He worked <laughs> on Flight of the Concords. I made what I, we do in the shadows. What I think he wants to do is, what I think he really wants to, wants to do, I think the reason why he signed up is so that he could be a Mandalorian. So that he can have a cameo and like, bloop. I bet they would have let him do that anyway. I yeah. bet they. I bet. Um, uh, Deborah Chow, who did, who wrote, uh, directed a couple episodes of Jessica Jones. Yep. Uh, Rick Fam- Famayuka or something. Fami- there you go. Dope. Um, dope is a good, good movie. It's the movie, not me saying. Yeah, yeah. He and is dope, uh, and the second most uh, interesting name on this list, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Huh. She 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 like produces stuff and like that's, I did she, she directed a, a ton of shorts. This that's really cool. Be, she's one of the directors on the show. I'm one thousand percent on board for this mm-hmm. show. Yeah, yeah. The, so the, this is exactly the show that I want. Well, this show is going back to the concept of what Boba Fett was supposed to be, but this will actually develop it probably pretty well. No, sorry, like Pitts, which is the which is the idea of you know Boba Fett was a, a space version of Clint Eastwood's character, from the, man with, no the name. man with no name. Yeah, and so this being that for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on board. As I've said before, the th- the th- the story in Star Wars that I'm not getting, that I'm desperately like hungering for, the is love action stories. I understand. No, um, is the stories of of especially in this new era of Star Wars, the in between uh, the in between the fall of the Empire and the rise of the First Order, uh, is, is that res- Resistances? Resistance is just before Force Awakens. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Um, so we so there's still like 20 years that they're not touching yeah. in like. I want to know more about the the first order, how it rose to power. I want to know more about the about the new republic because we've we've seen. You want the politics. I want the politics. There's there's books about it, but doesn't but the but there's like, they keep giving me like little morsels and books and sometimes in rebels and something. But I'm like like I don't have any dedicated like media to it, and I'm really like hungering for that. There. They're um, going to tackle everything in between eventually. And I and I and I think uh, there's nothing saying that the Mandalorian can't tackle any of that stuff. It'll probably get some more nuggets, like more more little more little droplets to wet my whistle on. Uh, but this does look really good. This, this is like this a PG thirteen really like like Deadwood or something where it actually yes. feels like dark yes. and gritty, just gross people, a bunch of like uh, yes. criminals. I'm so freaking. God, you said space Deadwood, and I'm like, yes, Spacewood. <laughs> uh, and there's that one picture they showed, I was like. They're, out, they're, me put, they're putting the money behind hey, it. Put yeah. your space foot away, please. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but so, no, I'm hey, like... Ryan, yeah. Would you say that they would have the death sentence on 12 states or systems? Uh, you screwed that up. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. Well, he said Deadwood, so I was like... Oh, yeah. 
space states. Twelve counties. Twelve counties. There you go. Yeah. I have the death sentence in twelve systems. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, be dead. There's nothing saying this won't be good because. But it's, it's filming now. They've been talking about a Star Wars TV first, show. Did you see the first, uh, the first picture yeah, we saw? I just talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm sorry. No, the picture of the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah it looks badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's missing the, he's missing the guidance system. On I don't his, care. On his helmet. I don't care. He I was awesome. say, worn I down. wasn't saying that accusatorily. Oh. I was just saying. I was just, no, I was just okay. commenting yeah. on right. his. Uh, it looks real costume. good, dude. They got all the money. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's also de- definitely setting something in the outer rim is definitely some a way to kind of cut costs. Mm-hmm. You can do something a lot cheaper than than a, a city planet like Coruscant. Just a bunch like of Tatooines <laughs> and Jakku's. Probably see a lot of desert planets in yep. this season. <laughs> that's all right with me. Um, but that's cool because the next season they'll have a bigger budget and mm. be able to do more stuff. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so that's really exciting. Hell yes. Uh, DC Universe news uh, for one one thing. Emmett J. Scanlon, Scanlon. Yeah, I pronounced that right. Uh, has been has been cast as Lobo, and we got a first picture. I'm it gonna watch fun. Krypton now. Yep, because I know you liked it, and now that the and se- I was a big naysayer about yeah. it when it was announced. And now that Krypton is the yeah, I saw it. Uh, now that the season is over, more people have watched it, and they say they like it too. Uh, and I think that Lobo looks like Lobo. It doesn't look like the crappy New Fifty Two Lobo. No, and he has dreadlocks. I like I like the look. Yeah, uh, yeah, so if that guy can say all the silly things Lobo says and give the middle finger and ride a space bicycle, I'm down. Did you guys see that Titans is uh, leading into Deathstroke being on the show? That's fine with me. That I makes did sense. I hear that, yeah. yeah. So there's three Deathstrokes out there. Just want to point that out there. Uh, well, let's see if that movie one ever actually yeah, does yeah. anything. The one that Gareth Evans is like, I didn't, nothing happened with that. No, <laughs> they've, yeah. also, they've also more or less destroyed the CW one, so. Yeah, yeah he's gone. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, oh, I think I figured out why um, DC Universe can basically do whatever they want and Warner Bros. doesn't get mad at them. Hmm. It's actually produced by DC Comics. These shows are being made by DC Comics and, and like with help by Warner Bros., but the yeah. DC Comics is controlling the content through their app. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, we also got a first look at Harley Quinn. And a, a voice cast, uh, D. Bradley Baker as Batman. There's a lot. This entire cast is incredible, dude. Um, and uh, Jason Alexander's in it. Jason Alexander, Kaylee Cuoco is the voice of Harley. Tony Quinn. Hale from Adversity Development. Yeah, I don't really. Kaylee Cuoco is the voice of Harley. Yeah, um, she, I think at, she sounds pretty good. At first, I was kind of like, because uh, she's Big Bang Theory, and I don't like her as an actress. Yeah. But I'm, li- but I they released they released a clip, and it sounded she sounded really good. I, it was only a minute clip, and it was basically just made for like Comic Con, but like. Like Poison Ivy's here, Room Man calls her Harls, and then Batman shows up. Like I, she's in Arkham Asylum. I'm well, really down. My, for the my show. favorite thing is like Poison Ivy's. Like they just make don't. This is a little off brand for DC. Doesn't they DC just, just make dark gritty shit? And then and then Harley Quinn just goes, DC makes great stuff. It's just like yeah. looking straight at the camera. And then they make a Deadpool joke. Like at least this show will actually come out. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit, they're going for it. Yeah. Wow. Like I'm actually really excited for the show. So it's it's basically she's broken off from the Joker and she's trying to be the biggest, baddest villain ever. She's back to being a villain. She's not going to be an anti-hero. Yep. Um, we're definitely going to see a lot of the other villains, uh, including Poison Ivy. Uh, maybe some romance was hinted between Poison I Ivy and Harley Quinn. That would be baller, dude. That'd be so cool. What was the the silly Batman show? I always forget. I liked it. I always forget Batman, the name. Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. This reminds me of like a rated R Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, so I'm 100 percent down. Yeah, I was a little when when the clip started, I was like, oh, but as it went on, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Same I need idea. to see, I need to find this clip. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's just like a minute long. It's cute. It's, yeah. I think yeah, I it's, felt I felt like maybe you wouldn't like it because it'd be too female Deadpool-y for you. I mean, I don't hate Deadpool. I just don't no, like. No, I know, Quinn. but you don't like that Harley Quinn. I don't like that Harley Deadpool Quinn. Yeah. Like that. 
Um, but they got me with putting her in a classic costume in this in this uh-huh. bit. I don't know if she's actually going to be in a classic costume, but I'm like, oh. Didn't they release uh, like another image like months Amanda ago? Amanda Connor's concept image yeah. of it was definitely like you know New Fifty Two Harley yeah. Quinn, uh, which I which kind of like set me kind of. <clears throat> no, I, un- I understand that too. Maybe she'll like mix up the costumes or something. But like, that could be. This this is just like like uh, an evil girl troop show where like Batman shows up. Like yeah. I'm totally down for this. Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to the Deadpool show uh, when Don, the one that I'm sure he was too. On. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, the, this looks good. I'm really excited for this. There's yeah. a lot more of there's a lot more information on it uh, uh, online that I could not cult- uh, cultivate through because that was midnight when I did this. But I did manage to pull this quote. Um, Kaylee Cuoco said, "This show is kind of a very cool modern take on Harley Quinn. She's such an iconic character that we're excited to bring to a, uh, a much brighter and kind of even the animation is very bright and modern and hip. And the character is very edgy. The storyline is very edgy, and it's definitely not a child show. It's an adult comedy. I have to make sure I tell people that, uh, <laughs> which has been a blast to work on. I've never experienced anything like this before. It's been kind of a really cool gig. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. This looks good." Anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into the trailers? Nope. All right. You're handsome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're wrong. I'm not. No. Your opinions um, can't cut. be wrong, except when it's about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we got a new trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Jesus Christ, this you guys. This looks so they good. They animated all the other Spider-Men in, in different, different animation. Why would you go through that trouble? Because they care. Yeah, it's almost like they, when you care they, about a product. They started it in a format where it won't look bad when they do it. So when they when we saw uh, Spider Gwen, um, I still hate that she's in ballet shoes, but whatever. Um, when we see when we see Spider Gwen and her world, and it's it's done, colored like the comic. It's colored like the comic book. I was like, oh my god! And Spider playing the drums like, like yeah. she's like in the comic. The uh, the comic creators like on Twitter like posted like the image of it, and like they're just taking our comic, and like I I like I was crying watching this trailer, yeah. and I'm like, oh my good god, year, good year for Spider Gwen by yeah. the way. She's got a oh, TV yeah. show coming out, Marvel yep. Rising. She got a movie. Um, um Nick Cage's Spider Man Noir. You hear his voice. He, he lo- he's also in a different animation style. So wicked, awesome. Dude. And. It, Okay, one of my favorite parts of that trailer is at the very end when they're trying to like when like, they're hiding. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, do animals talk in this dimension? I don't want to freak, freak them out. out. And he yeah, just falls off. Yeah. Oh, what was the? Um, we get a lot of a lot of clips from like Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think they're actually I know the thing because they showed 30 minutes of it at New York Comic Con and yeah. they spoil the beginning of the movie. Um, and I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but does Peter Parker die? Does Miles Morales' Peter Parker die? Yes. Well, that's not a spoiler. We well, know I that's going to happen. People who don't know, but that Spider-Man... The first trailer shows him in front of a grave of Peter well, Parker. Uh, my thing is, like, people think that the Jake Johnson Spider-Man is that Spider-Man from this new trailer. Oh, I we never ta- thought that. We talked, okay. about, we talked about that when the second trailer dropped. I said, that we yeah, were, that second trailer, I said, that's definitely not Jake Johnson's voice when he encounters in that In this trailer, they redubbed that line with yes. Jake Johnson's voice. Yeah, so, so the before. Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi one, that's the one, uh, uh, that's who he dies. Yeah. And then Miles comes like, this would be like Spider-Man 4... Miles Morales, if they made that. Oh, is that confirmed that this is like Spider-Man? That that, that is like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's not confirmed, but they showed everything from Spider-Man Two and stuff. So like, it's kind of implied. And then it, the New York Comic Con footage show or it mentions that like Miles as Peter Parker did stuff like that. Thirty minutes. They showed thirty minutes, and they're Same. saying it's incredible. I and I, and we saw a sneak pre uh, sneak peek at Venom. We did at Venom, and that the, five the, minute scene yeah. like was better than that entire the movie. The post credit oh, yeah. sequence in Venom is a. We can talk about that here because we have no reason. Yeah, to talk about yeah. Venom. That that post-credit scene in Venom. If you stay all the way through the credits, if you went and saw Venom, I'm so sorry. But if you stay it's all the worth way through it for the credits, five minutes. you can at least watch five minutes of Spider-Man. Of slapstick comedy with snowmen. 
It, oh my god, dude! Yeah. Fantastically I'm entertaining really, and hilarious. Really but one thing, some kid dressed as Spider Man is dragging a homeless person behind a train, <laughs> <laughs> or like when they're when they're in the train and like Jay Johnson's uh, snowman face, and you just see Miles just go, "What's up? What's up?" Uh, one of the things that really threw me off in, in that universe, apparently it's called the the police department in New York City. Oh, yeah, yeah, they PD did the- PDNY. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it's like, freeze, PDNY. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, for a second, <laughs> I, I, it took me a while to process that too, yeah. yeah. Dude, this movie looks like so effing good. I, I'm almost like, it, it's like no, I was sold. I was sold for this movie the first time I saw the trailer. I was like, no, yeah. I want to see this movie. And then the second trailer came out, I was like, okay, I really want to see this movie. Kingpin, Scorpion. I oh, saw yeah. the end of the, at the end of Venom, when we saw this post credit sequence, I was like, can we just like I'll I will stay here for I another hour and a half. I would rather have seen that movie yeah. today. I would yeah, have, yeah, exactly. I would stay for another hour and a half or however long this movie is just so I could finish watching in the Spider Verse. That movie, yeah. yeah just to exactly. cleanse my palate of how Venom treated me. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't read uh maybe you did yeah. because of the New York Comic Con stuff, but um it seems like Kingpin might be crippled in this movie. Oh, I didn't I didn't oh, me- I didn't, I didn't see any mentions of that. Funko Mini. Oh, interesting. And he has two canes oh. that's pretty cool and i'm All like right. so kingpin's maybe crippled maybe I, this version of yeah this kingpin i'm really stoked for this movie i think this movie looks awesome i'm really excited and, yeah, I'm, and i'm wondering like if that's that's gonna have anything to do with like what he's so also with. they haven't shown it or anything but if you have read ultimate comics and you know how peter parker dies apparently that's still the way things go in this movie oh my god yeah i know you'd like that oh it yeah. makes me cry yeah dude it's it's i'm, I, I, I'm so I wonder excited how much they show of that because that'll make me cry <laughs> that's so good um all right, like I'll, straight up like in front of his house and everything i don't i don't think it's 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 all the characters involved but i think it's at like involving the kingpin as well okay. but like it's that it's it's everything I, yeah I, I know Sparks, you said this before, but like seriously, if Sony just wanted to do animated Spider-Man universe, totally fine. Do it. Totally do it forever. Not. Have um, your own Lego Movie Spider-Man yeah. universe, essentially, where you just you, Spider Gwen's successful now. Spider Gwen gets her own anime. Dude, the next movie, movie fantastic. Can be, can be go ahead, uh, like Spider Verse. Yeah, just yeah. Make go, it way bigger. Go do it. Go on. Stop with the live action Sony. Yeah. Just <laughs> stop it. Um, Daredevil season three also had a full length. That probably trailer. should have been the last trailer we talked about. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Daredevil season three had a full length trailer. This uh, is giving me like season one vibes. I real love hard. Vincent D'Onofrio as the king. He's so oh, good. Yeah. I hope this isn't his last season. Me too. I really hope so. Like oh when you see him in his classic white suit, I'm like, oh so yeah, good. I've changed. Yeah. I want to be a good person. I wonder if we're gonna really. get a bit of the things think, I've done for this city. Yeah. You think we get a bit of Mayor Fisk? I was thinking it would go that route, but I, I think just out of prison, not yet. I yeah, I don't think that. That's why I'm saying I hope he has more seasons because that's where I'd like it to go. Eventually. Like season four, yeah. I'd love to see Mayor Fisk in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Uh, to see we Mayor also Fisk get by that tower too. We also get to see uh, someone Daredevil. who's not Daredevil being Daredevil. Who bullseye. could that be? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude! It was announced at a near <gasps> Comic Con that this is Bullseye. It's not spoilers. What's up? No. <laughs> we have. We've been. He throws things with Bullseye precision. We've like been multiple speculating times. for a long time. Daredevil could do that. Too. I was about to say we were Anybody speculating that, that Bullseye was going to be in season it's three anyway. Jeff Loeb even said, in probably the worst kept secret in Marvel history, this is Bullseye. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also we, just we like straight this. up confirmed it for Comic Con. Yeah. We knew this. I mean, I cannot wait. Like, even when I saw the trailer, Brandon, you looked at me and he's like, you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, it's like it's Bullseye. I was like, I know it's Bullseye. Well, Everyone I, knows it's Epic Bullseye. I don't know what you what what you know and what you don't know sometimes. I have seen the first devil. I know who the first, first devil? devil? The first Daredevil yeah. movie. I know who Bullseye um, is. With so, Colin Firth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 I want to write a movie called The First Devil. 
That'd be cool. Who's the second devil then? Right? That's the question. Would it be about Lucifer's fall from grace? Who knows? So it definitely... Well, I didn't mean to open that can of Fisk is definitely hiring Bullseye to be Daredevil to ruin his image. Because that's, again, from from Frank Miller's Daredevil Born Again, Mayor Fisk, uh, Wilson Fisk, the whole thing is like to systematically destroy Daredevil in his personal life and his superhero life. And that's what this trailer was for me. And I'm like, yes! Give it to me! (laughs) Give it to me. All right. Hold still. Oh, right now? <laughs> oh. Ooh. Um, Audio sexy. I, I hope this is as strong as it seems. Me too. It need to catch up. Um, we all shit, do. I need to catch up. Well, we've all watched Daredevil, at least, though. Yeah, yeah. I've watched both yeah. seasons of Daredevil. Dare- Daredevil's yeah. still my favorite. It's yeah. still my favorite of all the Netflix shows. Yeah. Uh, Chilling Adventures Sabrina had a feature-length trailer. Yes, please. Um, very excited about this one. I changed my tune about this. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. But I don't ever want to see Riverdale crossover with this. No, no. I, this looks like, much better than that show. Unless Riverdale gets, like, onto Netflix like like they change it into like a Netflix thing like CW drops it I don't think that'll happen well cause so so in original Archie comics Sabrina is in the like the way they they disconnect Sabrina and Archie because Sabrina does live in the Archie universe uh, they say that she lives in the next town over yeah well it doesn't uh, what was uh, Melissa Joan Hart Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah, yeah, that was like a fun campy a spin off yeah. from she Boy Meets didn't World live yeah. in, she did not live in the Archie universe she I, lived in the Boy Meets World she universe she lived in the Boy Meets World universe oh the, weird the <laughs> we're at crossover really yeah. yes I, it was really weird. That happened. Yeah, dude. Salem goes to goes to yeah. He goes uh, to he goes school. to the high school in Boy Meets World, and then Corey wound up in Sabrina's world. Yeah, what for an episode? Because they were on the same network. And uh, yeah. Eric dated Sabrina, or was it Jack? It was Jack. It was Jack. Jack dated Sabrina. Yeah, dude. Networks are funny. Okay. Yeah, it was a really weird. Anyway, spooky Sabrina's here. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. This is this the same world as Boy Meets World. We don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> Girl Meets World shows up. Oh Lord. Oh. Ben Savage. I Topanga? Don't know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. This this anyway. it was a uh, uh, very atmospheric. I love the look of it. Me too. Fully satanic Cthulhu cult stuff, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm looks kind of like 1950s Americana. Yeah, yeah, I uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, I actually, I, I like love that vibe. I'm really looking forward to the show. This lo- the show looks awesome. Like I'm she comes board. back from the date, she like points out, and she turns an old 50s 20s transistor radio on. Oh, and the the last line is just like, what happened to to Hilda? She was annoying me, so I killed her and buried her in the yard. Zelda. Yeah. yeah. My, I think I was sold on the line where I grew up in this town where it's basically Halloween every day, and I'm like, I'm there. Yep. All yeah. right. That's the town. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready I to watch you. Excuse me. Can I live there, please? Yeah, dude. Halloween town. Um, Good Omens also released a new trailer. This is Neil Gaiman's uh, Neil Gaiman showrun <sighs> TV show. With, that was um, David Tennant. As David the Tennant demon, right? and Martin Michael Martin Michael Michael, Michael Sheen. Yeah. Yep. Martin Sheen is the father of Charlie Sheen and Emilio yep. Estevez. Yeah, that's what a family. Yeah, uh, Carlos yeah, Estevez. You know, I, Carlos. Uh, this show looks dope. David Tennant in anything is great. Yeah, and then, I mean, like I'll watch anything with David Michael Tennant. Sheen Me and them too. being like demon angel best buds. I like the best. Like it's like the the angel wing like covers him in the rain. I love when they're both in like knight armor. Yeah, it's like what are you doing? Is that you? They keep meeting each other through history. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like so Crowley. He like opens up. He's like, oh hey, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, it's I, like I love their dynamic. They look like they have great chemistry like, together. I don't even like you. Some great effects yes, you in here too. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, the apocalypse is happening, and they're like, "Well, we don't want this to happen, so we got to team up and stop it." Like, so it's an what? angel and a yeah. devil teaming up to stop the apocalypse. That's angel what, and a demon. What a whatever. What yeah. a. Hey, if you get mad at me about Draculas and vampires, that's then fair. you can. That's yeah. Fair. Um, I really am excited for the show, and it's Amazon. Is it Amazon? Amazon yes. Prime. Prime. Man, yeah. they're just they're killing I, it. I need. I have Amazon Prime, but I have not watched any of the shows on them. And, and like Man of the High Castle, Jack Ryan, and now this, I'm like, oh, I need to watch Amazon Man, the High Prime. High Castle is good. Yeah. 
Man, yeah, Amazon's killing it these days. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z Super, Dragon Ball Super, dra- the movie Dragon Ball Super Broly. Okay, okay. <laughs> don't dead. Come inside. Dragon Ball Super Broly. Broly, the, the movie. movie. Thank you. So, is, before we start, I've watched like thirty episodes of Dragon Ball in the last month, and yeah. maybe the best episode of Dragon Ball ever made is about baseball. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's talk about Super now. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, this looks really great. Yes. Uh, and it. Retcons the father of Goku. So here's, okay, go for yeah. it. So let me go for it, Sparks. Let me explain. Um, so if you're going by the actual written manga, which Dragon Ball Z Kai is supposed to be a more direct interpretation of, rather than the Dragon Ball Z anime itself, so, if you go by the manga, here are the things: you actually never see Goku as a baby with Grandpa Gohan in the manga. You never see Bardock in the manga. You never see any of these things you never see king vegeta in the manga um so everything that we know to be canon of like what happened For the show what happened to planet vegeta and everything is stuff toriyama said yeah sure make that and gave ideas for but he did not make it in the books but bardock father of goku is amazing bardock father of goku is amazing yep. But Toriyama didn't make it, and it wasn't part of the manga. So, so qu- here's yeah. so here's cut to the future. As Toriyama's opinion has been stated lately, all things are canon because there's a multiverse. He's a Grant Morrison of anime. So, Toriyama, when he wrote his last manga called Jocko, at the end of it, there was one chapter called Dragon Ball Minus. Dragon Ball Minus is Toriyama's version of the story of what happened to Planet Vegeta and how Goku left. And that's what this is. And this is including pieces from that. However, there's much more here than that what was in that chapter. Basically, the trailer only shows the destruction of Planet Vegeta, and we see young Vegeta, Goku, and Broly. Vegeta, uh, who up to this point we had known to be older, about older. five or six years older than Goku. But, but now, now they're the on the same, same age. age yeah. That seems like that might be true now. Yeah. So th- what that means is that, uh, again, if you go by the standards of Dragon Ball Z, the anime Dragon Ball Z is a separate universe from this one now. This one follows Dragon Ball Z Kai, which followed the manga and didn't show these stories with Bardock and everything, and now goes into Super, and now uh, there is implications that stuff that happened with Zamasu, cool who's guy. this god entity who messed with time and space, evil Supreme Kai, has caused things to shift in their own history. Yep. So this is the new history. <clears throat> Jesus. Yes. Basically, basically, yeah, like evil space god, like rewrite uh, history. Uh, s- cosmic space Doctor Doom. Cosmic, of Dragon Ball that's Super. Very apt. He, I like it. Cosmic he space messed with time and space, and yep. now. Well, either way, welcome this is to the, the new, new history. Either way, this looks awesome. You see Goku's mom. Yes, yeah, I her name that. is Hine. Just so you know. All right. What up, girl? Um, it's it's a, it is a super Superman origin now. Because they send him literally away in a pod. Yeah. It's the Superman shot. Yep. yep. They full on do it. And uh, we see a lot more of King Vegeta kind of being very proud of Which is of exactly. We're seeing King Cold. We yep. see King Cold. We see the Ginyu Force. Yeah. Everything I want is in this Ooh. trailer. Yeah, dude. All them posing and dumb. Oh, I love it. Um, so a lot of people think. Uh, here's a theory about now that this trailer has come out that, about what this movie is about. Um, uh, the Frieza Force after the end of Super, is trying to uh, re-expand themselves um, because that force still exists. And they come upon a planet where Broly was sent away 
and using Frieza tech might be trying to control Broly to kill the Saiyans. Goku, revenge. Vegeta. Yeah, yep. for revenge. So it's not Broly was in the next pot over and was just annoyed that no, Goku no, cried no, a ton. No, but Broly does seem to be exiled by King Vegeta for some reason. Yeah, well, it says not, which is his father. His father. They mentioned his latent strong. power, so he's like, we gotta yeah, get him yeah, off this planet. Yeah, because yeah. his father goes after him and says, <clears> "I'm gonna raise him my own." Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah. I'm really excited for this dude. Uh, the animation is incredible. Yes. Incredible. Uh, this looks set to be the potentially the greatest the Dragon Ball movie yeah. ever made. We uh, really should do I Dragon love Ball what Toriyama's doing it. We should. I, I love what Toriyama's about to be yeah. doing. Wait, this Super is... or Dragon Ball Z? I think I, I think we should do a series of specials on the Dragon Ball universe. Oh, man, that's a lot. You guys have like 150 well, well, episodes to watch. Well, he's talked about how we should do it like in sagas. Yeah. And then when we get to Super, we could... We'll, we'll talk about it. That's a lot day. of, that's a whole lot. Yeah. I think we can do it. Yeah. Um, We're not all systems Goku over here. No, yeah. <laughs> Titans. I didn't uh, hate this trailer, you guys. I didn't so hate it, but it I didn't love it. still looks fine to me. So I was impressed the first time I watched it, and the second time I, that I watched it, I was like, yeah. 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 This is not me giving high praise, but like. No, no, no. Like. It doesn't look as garbage as it was before. Yeah. And yeah. like, I'm, 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 I am completely okay with this being darker now like we can have darker things it's totally allowed I'm, i don't I'm, mind the darkness yeah. i mind i don't really care i don't really care for the portrayals of starfire so far yeah or raven yeah i'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not really interested in either of the ways that these characters seem i don't to like be in the show. i don't like either of them um one of the things i also don't like is uh stop making batman a killer please Oh, That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the reason why Dick Grayson like split off from Batman is because Batman's cold blooded killer, and I'm just like, no, stop doing that. I'm really sick and tired of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's only done it once. Is that All enough? every live action appearance of Batman has been a killer. That's not true. That's not true. Dark Knight or um, uh, Batman Begins. Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. I don't remember those two movies. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Accusations. Michael Keaton killed. Christian Bale killed. And I under- I get the... I actually didn't he mind... He didn't the- kill. He didn't save. I, I understand the difference. George Clooney killed with charm. <laughs> George Clooney killed <laughs> with his charm. Thank you killed very much. Killed with the credit card. I understand the difference, and I appreciate what Christopher <laughs> Nolan was trying to do, but on hindsight, I'm just kind of... I'm just tired of watching my bat. I'm no, tired I, of watching I, Batman I'm, kill people. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't like when Batman is just agree, a murderer. I agree, but I... It, I like the fact that Dick Grayson doesn't agree with him, and that's why yes, they. Split. I don't think that's the important part of this show. Because this show is not about Batman. But I also don't think it was necessary to do it. No, all. true. No, I you didn't you. have to do it at all. Of course. And I'm. I'm t- I don't, I there was like a cute little did. interaction between Raven and Beast Boy. Like they like. I think there's going to be more cute stuff. They're just leaning more towards their their edginess. I'll put it this way: this looks about the same like budget and and making as Runaways. Yeah. And Runaways looks. A lot better. One hundred percent. A lot. I hundred percent agree with that. Did we ever talk about that trailer? Oh, Runaway season two. I didn't even see it. Hey, I Runaway season it. two had a trailer. It looked real good. I, All I'm of them are going to be at show. LA Comic Con. Yeah. Hell All yes. Right. All right. Well, that's it. Let's get let's get into the review. Sweet. Let's talk about Spider Verse. Oh man, more. we're here for that. All right. Time now for our main topic. Uh, we're I'm okay. Okay. Uh, time now for a book club. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Time now for our main topic. Uh, if you guys have not seen the movie Venom, uh, we're going to be spoiling, spoiling all of it. So what is there even a spoil? Well, d- let me get through the thing. Uh, <laughs> we're, we, will be, we will be spoiling uh, the entire movie. So definitely, uh, if you have not seen it, pause it, uh, go see it, come back. And if not, don't support, or don't, don't support the official release. Or don't, and just let us tell you why you shouldn't. All right, so quick little thing. And uh, spoilers from now. Yeah, so quick little thing. Uh, Ryan, 
after we got out of the movie theater, Fanny saw you walk over to the flowers to take a picture of it, and she was like, why the F is he taking a picture of Oh, flowers? yeah, so on Instagram. So, yeah, so on your Instagram <laughs> post later that day, we go, we get back home, and like, we, I look at your Instagram post, and I like it. And she's like, hey, so did you did see, see Ryan? you liked it? No, she's, <laughs> no, Fanny looks at me, and she's like, did you see Ryan go over to the flowers? And like, oh, yeah, I show her the post, and I have to say, you're right. So, yeah, I was like, hey, guys, I just saw the Venom smiley face. It was really bad smiley face. Here's some flowers. Don't go see Venom smiley face. Yeah. And I get to hear some flowers because yeah, it's much better. I, yeah. uh, so, so initial thoughts, do you think it was bad? I'll use that as your initial thoughts unless you have anything more you wanted to add. It's uh, so middling. It's mostly bad. Uh, bad initial thoughts. It's uh, because I, I think I'd rather watch Spider-Man 3 than Venom. I wouldn't go that far. I am not sure I'd go that far either. Well, just because for the Venom origin, I, I would do that. But everything else about I don't know, dude. It's no, I think I would. I think I would go that far. You, you I'd rather watch Spider-Man 3. You would go that far? Yep. Yeah, I would. Because 100%. I know there's like there's hardly any Venom in Spider-Man 3. That's my biggest gripe. Spider-Man 3 movie. still has Sam Raimi's zaniness to Quirks it. Yeah. Stuff. No, there's something, right. there's but, something there. But, yeah, at least right. like, but the thing that gets me about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man film is that at least it has the scene directly from the book of him ripping the suit off and Eddie Brock going to church praying to God to kill Peter Parker. That's yeah, but it's why, for Grace, so. I mean, yeah, there's for Grace. But that was straight. Even the animated show took that scene. Bro, being straight from the comics does not make it good. It helps me. No, I, like, I, like I think that that should that's a really good thing. Um, just because you are being comic accurate does not mean you are being good. Um, right. uh, but it certainly helps if you try to do both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, sparks your initial thoughts. Uh, rather watch <laughs> Spider Man Three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're. I mean, you've been pretty harsh on the film since day one. I think. Um, oh yeah. Uh, pretty much ever since it was announced, I was like, no reason. There's yeah. no reason. There Since was it was announced that it wasn't going to include anything Spider-Man related. Even yeah. before that. Yeah. Even before that, I was like, because I don't, at all, the whole time people were like, maybe Tom Holland's going to show up and it. Maybe it'll cross over. And I'm like, I hope not. Because this isn't Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. This is Sony. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be on the quality And a lot of level. people, I should say most like regular, Casey Casuals. Casey Casuals. They, they don't know that. Right. They totally don't know that. I, no, they don't. A lot of people, a lot of people, uh, would would say you know oh well Tom Holland might be doing this Tom Holland and I'm like it's not gonna happen guys Kevin Feige's not gonna say yeah Venom's part of this do you remember that awkward awkward oh, interview and Pascal and Kevin that told you everything <laughs> Amy it was Pas- never Pascal Amy Pascal it was yeah. never gonna be connected Avi Arad's name is on this movie and I'm like you shouldn't be. the best joke I saw is a- Avi Arad is the best Spider-Man villain of all time because <laughs> he's yes. produced all the movies yeah um this is uh. I hate Tom Hardy in this movie. See, that's he's the only saving grace in this movie. So I find Tom Hardy to be just fine in general. I have no opinion one way or another about Tom Hardy. I, I never think about him. I don't have I, I, every movie I've seen him in. Uh, I've either liked or I haven't, and I don't I spare another thought to him. Uh, in this film, I really disliked him, and this is the first time I did. I hate his mannerisms. I hate his voice. I hate his voice so very much. Uh, both of his accents in this film, I wanted to slap the shit out of him. Like they made me unnecessarily angry mm-hmm. listening to him do his 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 American accent uh, the entire time. Um, just everything about the way he spoke and the, the way his accent was falling is just like I hated it and I wanted to like punch him in the face. For I it. disagree because um, he is literally the only thing that I liked about this. He's certainly a charming lead uh, I, in this film. I just really hated his voice. I didn't hate Tom Hardy. Really, much. I didn't really care much about Tom Hardy 
But what kind of got me a little on edge was the was like there's I didn't feel any chemistry between him and um what's her name? Yeah, Michelle what is her Williams. what what's Michelle her what's her character? Then you could have just ended the mm-hmm. sentence that I didn't feel any chemistry. And yeah. You would have been right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't feel any chemistry with anyone. Like, yeah, shit. Uh, her, I think her name is Anne. Yeah, uh, Anne. Um, Anne. There you go. Anne Wayne. No, do you know the only chemistry I felt? It was between Tom Hardy and Dan. Dan's my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> Dan, Dan is the so sweet, nice. hero of this movie. He is like, hey, this is my girlfriend's ex-fiance. I'm going to help you. I'm, I'm going to help you, this dude. I'm, I'm sitting there going, man. I hated Michelle Williams in this one also. She just had nothing to do. I didn't not, hate her. Not because I don't think she's a good actress, especially in this one. I just, she phoned it in. And I'm like, yeah. I don't blame her. No, I, I I do because I'm kind of of no. The you opi- blame the director. That's how it works. I'm kind of of the opinion that if you're if you're gonna phone a movie in, don't do the movie. But here's the thing: another, the director told her to act that way. No, uh, not uh, act. A director didn't go. Hey, just phone this in. Nobody gives a shit. No, but he could have gave her better directions, like a director is supposed to do. No, but she could have also cared about the material, and we yeah. know for a fact she didn't because every single time she does an interview, she's just kind of like, yeah, I just yeah, it's fine. I want I just I just wanted I want to do something some different. Mainstream. I wanted to do something mainstream. Yeah. Like, no, then don't do it. There are better movies that you can do. Wow. There are better. There are better actresses. There are other actresses that could have this role that probably would actually care more. Hey, hey Brandon, I'm sorry to hear about Venom, or what, what was that line? Sorry oh, about Venom. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, at the end, I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> and the thing, the see, the ending actually really makes me angry because up until the ending, I was kind of, I was kind of just like, yes, that's fine. But the ending really makes me angry when it's just like, I'm sorry about Venom, and the fact that Venom and Tom Hardy all of a sudden have a bromance, and I'm like, where did this come from? No, what also pissed me off is like. This is a beautiful world. Sad to see it be destroyed. And then he's like, you changed me. How? How the F did you change Venom's mind of staying and destroying the world? And him all of a sudden is like, And then they try hey. to make Venom endearing by being like, oh, yeah, Riot bullies me. I'm like, yeah. What? Oh, no. It's like, oh, back home. I'm home. kind of a loser. Yeah. yeah. What the? Yeah. What the F, man? Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I you didn't guys like, just sound like a bunch of nerds who are mad. Mm. <laughs> I didn't like I, Venom's heel turn. I didn't. I didn't buy it. It's not. I don't think. It, I, I'm not saying that it couldn't be done. I just didn't buy it in this film how it was working. I, the, because there was nothing in the film that that showed me that Venom cared about anything other than just eating something. Yeah, mm. but also what I didn't understand. He's like he's like the Dragon Ball Super gods. Like they love Earth's food so much, it changes yeah. mind. Yeah, but that people. <laughs> Yeah. He loves to eat yeah, people. Yeah, the people taste great. Meat. No, but what got me was like when um, Eddie, when they go back to Dan the MRI machine and they get them and he gets the symbiote out. He gets Venom out of him, right? Yeah. And then Eddie Brock is like, we're done. We're it. And then he just go and then Venom goes back to Eddie Brock and he just takes him back no matter what. It's like, that's just like, hey, bro. What? You just said You just no. let them to die. Yeah. You also, like, no, also that Michelle, Michelle Williams is she Venom was the most ridiculous thing I've seen because they're just like, oh yeah, people don't. We'll just show them she venom and then they'll be excited. For they will, two we won't, seconds, we won't know. We won't. We won't make, make this make sense as to why she wasn't dying on the way to get her. So guys, let me tell you how much I like this movie. Oh, that's right. We're being negative. We have to do. The I fell asleep, and <gasps> oh, I didn't. And I didn't even know if she venom was in the movie until yeah, he didn't. We, until he after didn't, we totally left the Lady Venom. I fell asleep for like five minutes, and I woke and and I woke up, and then we left the theater, and then they said something about she venom. I'm like, wait, what? Wow. <laughs> I forgot you fell asleep. I've, you've never done that before. Yeah, I don't fall asleep in movies when I like them. <laughs> um, wow. So I'm going to try to be positive in the in the small ways that I can. I think the opening of the movie is perfectly fine. I really enjoyed the astronaut crash and Jameson. I know it's not related to, to J. It J. Jonah. Is. But, but it, it is, is that, related. Is, that is straight up. But it's not really. It's not Jonas's. The, jo- the, d- the director confirmed that is J. J., that is J. Jonah Jameson's son. That's perfect. That's even more, That's better than I wanted then. That's fine. But so. 
but you know but why it's not it's, well no why, why? because like, why? that's what no no, that's no because i mean like all it takes is for the mcu to decide that they want jameson and then yeah mm. but anyway that, that's not going to be relevant the 90s animated show that's exactly what happens jameson is an astronaut that they even set it up in spider-man no, 2 that's why i don't like spider-man 3 because they set up his son to be an astronaut don't even use it in spider-man 3 with venom yeah so the opening of this movie is very accurate to that 90s animated show that everyone knows about so people who watch that show are getting what they asked for yeah and i enjoyed that a lot and right. jameson even though he dies immediately like it's cool that that's comic accurate how do I enjoy that. Just because it's in the comics doesn't mean it's good. No, I know. But in this case, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's a, it's it could be both. Of, it's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, it's just because it's, it doesn't make it good, but it's it's yeah. appreciate you appreciate that kind of attention to detail. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, yeah. although I don't see the point in making it Jonah Jameson's son. Because that's how it was. But you can make it any old astronaut because he, there's no role. He yeah. just no, died. It's just, it, to me, it's to just me, a name. Yeah. it being Jameson, as neat as a nod to that as it's just it a is. nod yeah no 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 i get it to me it being said that it's jameson and then them coming out and being like yeah no that is jay jonah jameson's son i'm like that's just as useful as you saying that it's um jimmy at the beginning oh, of yeah, jimmy superman no, yeah. you're it's just right. as useful as that like what i don't f you yeah yeah it's, it's it's definitely one of those kinds of things be- because you you we're not in the '90s anymore. Yeah, this is a de- this is definitely a late For '90s shame. superhero film, mm-hmm. and we're not in that era anymore. We're not in the era where they can just throw in J. Jonah Jameson's son and people being, "Oh, hey, I know that." Yeah. We're now in an era of of like, no, that that should be a character. That should be a, a character. That should be a role. And now if you just kind of you just kind of threw it in there for people to be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." It's like when it's like I never read Blade comics, but I'm sure there's something in Blade where people are like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, I appreciate that. Probably yeah. Uh, like it's things like that. I don't get why we're doing this again how did we get back here we made so much stride because it's in not the a marvel genre. studios movie but even dc is better than this i don't think they've made better with movies. what suicide squad justice league batman for superman i'm not saying they're movies but i'm saying trying to you know do, do those things trying to progress a story into it in a direction uh with a with, with comic book characters and actually i kind of get, get what he means like yeah. the effort and intent behind it of what they're trying to accomplish like like Batman v Superman is not a movie I like. Yeah. But wow, am I gonna pay you a compliment, Batman v Superman? Oh shit, are they're, you? They're they're actually trying to achieve something on a grander scale of yes. being true to building this world thing. Whereas this feels this entirely is a like grab. Sony slapped it out and didn't think they twice about what they were out. doing. Well, yeah. guys, did hell just freeze over? Because Sparks here just said something good about BVS. <laughs> they're a little chilly in here. Yeah. I've said good things about Thor: The Dark World. That's true. Well. Let's be honest, dude. Thor: Dark World is not that bad compared to BVS. It's true, it's not. I think Thor: Dark World is garbage compared. But I to like BVS. Loki. There's my compliment. Hell froze, hell froze over. Right. Um, yeah, we're we're back here in the in a place where it was like we're 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 building a world didn't matter. Yeah, it was just let's just people like this. Let's just throw this the, out. The yeah. name Venom for a lot of people has a lot of recognition, and that's the only reason this movie got made. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. and that's a damn shame because that's not shame. how we how they should approach these. That films. being said. This movie is not good. There are things I quite liked about it, but yeah. they're very few and far between. Yeah. So this is not. Some... This is. This has like twenty some percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's good. It's isn't it thirty? No. Is it? It's yeah. it's it's I'll Suicide check. Squad. It's, it's it, bad. Whatever Suicide Squad's rating. This is, This movie's bad. better than Suicide Squad. I'd rather watch Venom than Suicide Squad. So would I. Yeah, I would. Rather I would watch never Venom. gonna. I'm never gonna watch Venom again. But I enjoy. If, if I were given the choice between Suicide Squad yeah. and Venom, I'd go with Venom. Yeah. Oh, one up. It's thirty-two percent now. Wow, it's almost okay. It is, yeah. So, um, I know you don't like Tom Hardy in this movie. I, he's like I said, he's the only thing I like about this movie. I did find him charming. His whole we cannot 
hurt people. I'm like, shut up. Well, that was at the very. Eh, I, I don't think it was that bad. It's all. It's all. It's the whole movie doing that. It, it just need him to shut up. The whole middle part with with him talking to Venom and him like going crazy, like him the the, the dinner scene where like he gets into the lobster tank. I enjoy. No, that that's quite like a bit. my favorite scene in yeah, the movie. Is the I enjoy that scene. scene quite a lot. And again, Dan trying to be the sweetest, nicest guy. Like I'm gonna help your ex boyfriend because that's what a nice doctor would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's great. The stuff with like the security when he, when guards he coming just into his bites the steak and he's like. That's dead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like the stuff with like, uh, like when the security people come to take Venom from him. Just, I think the, those, the first time he hears Venom's voice and he screams and he jumps screams out, that was that funny. Yeah, they out. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff. I everything that's not involving the Life Corporation. I didn't uh, uh, foundation. Excuse whatever it is. I didn't mind it. I really didn't uh, mind it. But I, I do en- like Venom and and Eddie's interplay. Yeah. I think they they. I think I mean it's their same character. Like, I think that worked a lot. Tom Hardy said, and like I don't know how much is true because like a lot of these interviews are like not great. But like he's like uh, the Jekyll and Hyde aspect of it. I really liked. And that's why I wanted to do the movie. And that stuff I did like. I liked most of it. Yeah. I didn't like the way R- Venom was written half the time. He was written like like old Venom, not good Donny Cates new Venom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, well, I kind of like it, it was inconsistent because at one time he would be like, "I just want to eat something," and I was like, "No, I want to save the planet." Well, I think when he's hungry, he's 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 like a little boy, baby, and so he's, he's like, "Give me food." He's hang. He's very hangry. Very hangry. They should make a Snickers commercial oh, with Venom. Say, I'm sorry. No, um, actually, one of the Venom lines I kind of liked is when he gets up to the the network. Um, when he gets like the phone to like um, Bobby Fish's office, that traitor, <laughs> Bobby Fish. <laughs> yeah. So he gives um so he gives like the the cell phone and then and then I was like jump and then they go to the the elevator and he calls him a word that I can't say and it's I didn't appreciate that they used that word yeah, but I did but like that I did like I, that that's why cut. I felt like a late night I mean movie. I did like I did like when uh, like when Venom was like when Venom and Eddie are like having like, like the ban- little banter and he's talking to Annie he's like oh is that her he's totally it's kind of, it kind of reminded me of Karen from uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, the AI. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, where, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit, but like yeah, darker. But but also, it's just I didn't like the especially at the end when it's just like she has no idea we're gonna get him back, get ex- her back. Ex- I'm like, exactly. shut up. Why do you care? Exactly. Yeah. And then of course it's like, dude, I thought you died. How would you survive that? That didn't bug me because bye, Eddie. It's like goodbye. It's like yes, the narwhal in it's totally the narwhal in Elf. Um, Bye, Eddie. So, Hope you find your girl. <laughs> Riz, Riz Ahmed, who's a very good actor, played a very boring scientist man. I was that was I straight did, up looked bored in this. Movie. I did not straight care. up out of like you said, like a late nineties. Like I'm the evil scientist man, and we got to do science for I, science. I love when they scripted the moment for the little girl to ask a question. And he's like, No, no, no! Don't silence her. Come forward. Don't let them silence you. Don't ever ignore them. And Here's then, a pin. I'm not going to answer your question. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not even going to hear what your question is, little girl, because don't sil- cause even though I say don't silence you, I'm silencing well, you right he now. Does, then there's the, the line like, uh, uh, like, like Betty's going to answer, answer your question. Answer your question, yeah. But also, the, little, the, the next scene, he's wearing the pin again. So he gave that pin to a little girl, and then the next, the next I, shot, you know, he had the I pin. I noticed that. My, my guess is that he just has like, no. a drawer full of them. That's what I said. No. No, why would he do? No, that's <laughs> continuity's bad. I'm, I'm really glad that all of the symbiotes died, uh, because I w- because we got two the symbiotes. Got- Did you hear that they, they redubbed? Yeah, they ADR'd yes, all of it. That you. made me laugh in the theater because yeah. I'm like, wow, they got so much flack about that. They had to go back and redub. <laughs> I was their one terrible, Comics stupid proper. decision. Yeah. Marvel Comics proper gave them shit for it. Thank you, Marvel Comics like, proper. Marvel Comics I put was... it in, in, a, in as a line of dialogue that J. Jonah Jameson said. He's like. Symbiote? What are you talking about? Didn't you mean symbiote? Get me Speederman. Um, I yeah. was so 
so thankful that they changed. I was the really name, happy that they, they killed the all, the, all the symbiotes. Yeah. Um, there was a there was the homeless lady with the newspaper scene. I thought that was a charming scene. That was like yeah, I'll charge you five. Scene. And then I actually did like the fact that like because she's homeless, she she volunteered for this program, and then Eddie like has to fight her, and then that's she dies. a neat idea. Yeah. I'd like to tell you something related to the homeless thing. Oh no! I was reading a Forbes review, and Uh-oh. they summed this up really well. Eddie Brock is willing to destroy his own relationships, work and personal, in order to expose corporate mal- malfeasance. Yet he becomes absurdly inept at solving problems because the script needs him to avoid the obvious answers that would quickly solve a lot of his problems. His moral outrage at the loss of life among the homeless community is undermined by how little he winds up doing about it and by his greatest interest in checking the help wanted section in the newspaper for a new job. Which is all the more unforgivable from a character who has literally become a walking representation of the exact corporate spawn threat to public safety Brock supposedly dedicated his life to preventing and exposing. Jeez Louise. Oh, you are so right. Yeah, okay. Shit. I still like that scene, though. It's a cute scene, but this movie's real is... bad. It's, no, it's yeah. all it's all it's not well thought here's, through. Yeah, here's here's what it is. Every bit of the movie is just taking the character and saying, "We need them here, so have them do this." It doesn't matter what their character is or what they're doing. It's, it's just we need to get to this place so we can do this thing, so we can get to this place and do this thing too. It's what I it's what I uh, accuse Kurtzman and Orsi for doing in uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Amazing Spider-Man Two, and uh, Star Darkness? Trek: In Darkness. Um, Characters don't have any motivation to get to point A to point B, but the script t- uh, says that they need to get there, yeah. so they have to get there, yeah. and it doesn't make sense why. Yeah, uh, it's very similar. It's, it's not well thought through. It's just like we need to get there, 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 and it, whatever. I thought for the most part Venom looked good. If I have to be positive, I like, like I think the design, like yeah. that's 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 what a goopy no, Venom looks like. The design of Venom to me was was like all right, that 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 is Venom. I like it. Yeah. I I don't I don't hate I it. I would have liked more 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 the understanding of like when he's like when 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 they're like, okay mask copy and then he just goes you guys don't want to do this like yeah we do blah, blah. okay mask copy well no i would have liked a bit more of that oh yeah yeah i got you yeah yeah because like, i would have liked the, a bit of like interplay because that's kind of how did venom know to do that yeah well no because the cops said masks when they put their masks on but so they're just copying them the cops venom i kind of wish was more of like a fish venom, out of water. venom knew more things sometimes and then less things other times he like knew everything about eddie like you're a loser eddie da, 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 da. wait who's Ann? yeah he's, i've never heard in, of that he's in his mind before. but why, did, yeah. why does venom just tell Anne all of his weaknesses uh, the, the the dialogue in that scene is so dumb because it's oh, like, the, the sound wave thing did they hit you over the head with that enough yeah, yeah. did they show you and or tell you and enough times and then they're just like it's like sound frequencies hurt me it's like sound frequencies hurt him and fire fire hurts me too and fire hurts him it's like why are you telling her this? Yeah, I completely forgot about the fire. Because love, I don't know. No, it's it's, it's, it, it's there all. so that it's there so that the audience knows that there are two things that can hurt Venom. It's like if you're it's if like if you're watching a Superman movie and they just go, "Hey, Superman, what are your two weaknesses?" Well, kryptonite and magic. Yeah. Also, yeah, I love uh, people too much. Uh, I also thought Venom looked pretty good most of the time. But you know when he's a big black thing over a black background, you know it would really help him stand out? A Finding big another fat white spider on top of his <laughs> chest. Yeah, but without Spider-Man, you can't boo 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 The fight between Riot and Venom was shit. Yeah. It, well, it it's was two like, dark masses fighting in the dark. Uh, no, uh, not only that. Gun metal mass fighting a black mass. But gun metal. Are you talking about the trash bags that were blowing into each other in the wind? I thought those were mud balls, to be perfectly it honest. It was yeah. so... Like, especially when they're just like ripping each other off and... Uh, and it's just like it's so it, it looks one, like a junkyard there's again. one line that I liked where where he's like how come you can't do that like Riot's got shit you've never seen <laughs> I thought that was a silly I stupid thought, line I did like how Riot had like the the symbiote hand axes and the swords and all that stuff but did they name themselves 
the the, the, the symbiotes. I think I, like Riot. I don't think. I don't know much about the symbiotes about Venom and his and his, and his no. Riot named himself after a uh, um, oh god, what's that band? Three Doors Down. No, no, the song that says let's 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 start a riot. The comic oh, book know. character Riot. I don't. Fr- I, I'm just blowing shit out okay, my ass. Okay, That's you. what the riots. That that's what the writers did. Apparently. No, it's, it's, I think they just have like they have names like that on their planet. I don't know. Yeah, because because says my fine. name's Venom. So like, I think that that's just like the, this movie's version. Like this is our names, and they're all like that. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about Woody Harrelson? No, because he's not even in the movie. He's a post credit scene, and he's top billing. He's <laughs> top billing. I saw that. Um, yeah, uh, I hated his wig. This Everyone is a really, hates his wig. This is a really bad year for putting bad wigs on Woody Harrelson. Um, what was the other one? Solo. Oh, I didn't mind. I didn't, I didn't mind, mind that one. I just wanted to say that. No, we, yeah, I got you. We put wigs on Woody Harrelson a lot yeah. this year. Um, I hated that sequence. I don't know why it needed to be Woody Harrelson. Uh, there's no, There's not one one inkling that it could be carnage other than a line of saying the word carnage we never hear his name cletus cassidy no um so even comic book fans are like is this big red this the stupid the stupid red hair carrot top wig i know it reminds me of sideshow bob yeah yeah. sideshow bob bad sideshow bob yeah it's like if this would have been a better pennywise than yeah the dancing i i read about the scene going in did you really oh yeah no i didn't care i was like i'm gonna read it Huh, that's what they're doing? That's terrible. And I actually give that, whoever wrote that, they're wrong, because they wrote a better line than the movie did. Yeah. Which was, uh, they said that the post credit scene is that Eddie goes to see him, and he says, you want me to tell you about the carnage? And I was like, God, that's terrible. But in it, the movie is actually, when I get out, there'll be carnage. And I'm like, that's worse. <laughs> that got worse. <laughs> wow. Every time there's like a really, wow. really like, like force word of dialogue. I just imagine like the actor looking at the screen and there will be carnage. And you know what I would have actually really appreciated in that sequence, as bad as that line of dialogue is. Yeah. His, you know how we see the eyes and the symbiote eyes. We see the, but he doesn't have there. the outfit yet, but Mm. No, no, I, I understand. What great, what great forced bullshit, by the way, did they have to do to get Eddie into the same position as the symbiote now that it didn't fall off him in a church from Spider-Man? Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh man, okay, so we got to find a way to get him in there, but like get him out, but like have it. And I'm and, like, how are you going to do that to Cletus? And here's the thing. Why is he going to get one? Like they announced that Woody Harrelson was going to be in this movie. And like everyone, like, I don't know if they announced that he was going to be Carnage. No, they everyone they just assumed. No, there was a there was an official casting announcement that Woody Harrelson was so cast. And, and, it makes me wonder. No, cast, no, he wasn't cast as anybody. We yeah, that's what know. we were saying. Uh, it makes me wonder if he had more stuff in the movie and they just decided to relegate it to a post credit scene because when this movie was edited, they realized they had a piece of shit. So like, you know what they could have done? It could have been, you know, it could have been one of the interviews in the beginning. Yeah, that's um, what I, yeah. Because, you know, he's kind of like, you know, he's still... It, but and then they could have ADR the dialogue of him riding on the bike. He's like, "Oh, now that I got my job back, I can." Blah, blah, I would have been blah. like, I still think I think it's a terrible scene. I think Woody Harrelson looks terrible. But like, yeah, if it was like in in one part of the movie when he's doing interview stuff and like, oh, I got this big big gig, like that would have been at least a little better than being the end post credit scene of a movie, because like, that's just. Oh, it's just bad. It's just like really bad. I was angry when we got to the fight with Riot, and I realized that the scene in the in the market where oh. he uh, bites the dude's head and says "We are Venom" and the turd in the wind line and everything. I realized when that fight was about to happen that I'm like, oh my god, that's the end of the movie. It's literally yeah, the last I, thing in the movie. That's the as, end of the movie. As soon as we saw him, the, the first time he robbed the girl, I was like, well, 
that's the end of the movie. I I I, I like that scene too. Actually, I didn't piece this. I'm thinking. I'm, I was actually uh, thinking. I still that, don't oh, like the turn see- the wind line. No, not that scene. The first scene where he but, gets. Ru- oh, sparks. I like that too. Yeah. I did like that too. I did like because she's like Eddie, who doesn't life- do anything about it, just stands there and watches. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. And then the lady's That's like, "That's what I want." If you made him heroic, shitty, I'd Eddie. immediately hate you. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Like this. This like, this is a big turd in the wind. But there are kernels of like corn. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't like corn, so it has to be something else. Feta cheese, popcorn, okay. popcorn. If there were cur- yeah. there's kernels of popcorn, where I'm just like mm, a little nugget, and then it's just oh, the rest of it's poop, but mm, a little nugget. <laughs> it's real See, this is what I mean. It's like analogy. middling, like. I would much rather watch a truly horrendous movie and be completely entertained instead of falling asleep because I'm bored. And I fell asleep in this movie, and I don't fall asleep in movies I, ever. Dude, this movie I is I was fall asleep, this movie is under two hours. Yeah, it just feels under, like three, but it just feels under. a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. it uh, just it's just like long. it's 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 not paced very well. It's it's thrown together. It's quickly. bad. Can we just? It's bad. It's it bad. Is. Yeah. It's yeah. a bad movie. Don't see it. And I don't want to see anything made, more from it's Sony. It's made a decent amount of money. I don't more give than a crap. I, thought. I don't no, care. No, no, no. That's not, that's not the point. What I mean is, like, I didn't expect it to make it this much money. Like, I really thought it would do surprised. worse. Um, but people, people um, like it. There's no competition. Yeah. It's, it makes sense. I understand. I've had a couple of Facebook arguments. I don't, arguments. It's like regular I people. Saw, I read one of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, I like, the, I like the, especially like the one where you're just like, I heard pretty good things. And you were just like, get new friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good one. No. So I have people at work who, who come to me. They're like, hey, so you're the comic book guy. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? I was trying to think of answers while I was um, also trying to listen to the Dodger game. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything. I was like. Did I see a movie today? Oh yeah, I did. I don't yeah. remember my Casey all. casual friend. I yeah. don't remember good stuff about the movie. Yeah, he asked me I, like, I "Well, so do you like like do you think like regular general people will like it?" And I was like, "No, because it's just a bad movie. It has nothing to do with the comic book aspects. It's just it's a poorly made movie." Yeah. So the fact that I'm a comic fan like heightens that because that's the stuff I look out for. But there is going to be a, gen- a portion of the general audience who are going to like it because and because people are going to be like, oh, it's just dude, fun. The audience film. score and like, of course, that doesn't mean anything. But like, like the Rotten Tomatoes is like thirty. The audience score is like ninety. Eighty nine. It's that's still really high. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes three two. Um, audience score is still like one point doesn't make it. Doesn't matter. But uh, you get the po- you get the point where it's just like people are just like, well, it's just a schlocky slumber flick. And I'm like. It's October. That's enough for regular Ex- people, though. Expect better. Yeah. Well, people, expect better. Yeah. Vote with your money. But it has that's the word how, in it. That's how we get better movies. We support better movies, so we get better movies. Venom's yeah, Venom. that's why we all went and bought, paid for this movie. I have AMC A-list. Thank you very much. I did not. How nice for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, of this um, podcast, I spent nine fifty on this so, stupid hey, movie. Man, I support big. I supported yeah, Blade Runner. Cheap. Where are I you won't. going? Uh, we went to Harkins like Friday morning. That's pretty cheap, guys. Yeah, yeah. for but, a matinee. Yeah. Uh, so you know what? I had a. Th- I was thinking about this when I was coming. I up hate the rap. Okay, go. Yeah. Venom, venom, venom. So when Star Wars came out, and I was working my shift that got me off at work at five. Force Awakens or Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Okay. I was thinking to myself, I can go see Last Jedi at like nine o'clock in the morning. Just don't sleep. Ben, is this just a Star Wars anecdote? No, because I actually I didn't wake up to see this Star, Wars, Star Wars, but I woke up to see Venom, and I'm and I oh, only okay. had like three or four hours of sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like thinking back on thinking, man, I would have loved to have, go see Star Wars, no I, sleep. I almost and then seeing Venom with barely any sleep, and I don't know how I didn't fall asleep like Ryan did. I almost went to see A Star Is Born. Um, let's oh. get final thoughts. Okay, I think we're we're running around in circles at this mm-hmm. point. Let's uh, Sparks. Uh, what about you go first? Final first? thoughts. Okay. And rate it. Hey, w- if you would like to see a good Venom movie, go see Life. 
and then upgrade and pretend that the alien thing in life became a computer chip at the beginning Stem. of Upgrade, and that's basically a better Venom movie. Upgrade is the best Venom movie that will ever be made. It is. It is. Please upgrade see did Upgrade. It upgrade did this story better, mm. period. Uh, so see those two things and mesh them together, and that's a good Venom movie. Um, I, I don't like this movie. I don't want to see it ever again. Um, if they make more Sony live-action movies, I'm not going, period. You're doing the thing that I did with I'm, DC. No, I'm, I think I'm going to be even harsher. I'm not going. Yeah. I don't care what people say. I'm not going anymore. Um, I don't support this. I hate it. It's garbage. I'm not surprised. Uh, I rate the movie like a two. Ooh, and, holy uh, shit. And I rate, Tom Hardy's, I rate Tom Hardy's commitment to doing a performance a six and a half. Interesting. But the okay. movie's a two. Yeah. Uh, ben. You don't need to rate Tom Hardy's performance. No, no, Just rate I'm, the not, movie. I'm not. Here's, here's my final thoughts. Sony, the company as a whole, has been doing really good stuff for Spider-Man. The Spider-Man PS4 game, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's good. And It's the, almost like they're better when they have other companies do the work for them. I know, right? Crazy. And yet, I feel like that one scene from that one movie where that one guy looks over and says, You done act up now! When you look at Venom. So that's what I feel like. And Venom is a five. Five. Uh, Ryan? Um, hey guys, don't see this movie. Um, I haven't asked you that yet. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Um, I enjoyed some things about it, but I fell asleep, and that's a huge indicator for me for a lot of things. Like even trash movies, I can stay awake for. Uh, I thought Tom Hardy was pretty cool most of the time. Uh, everything else was just shit. So I'd give it like a. F- this might be the lowest I've ever given a movie. I'm gonna give it like a five. Wow. Yeah, I usually even more positive, but. Eh. Uh yeah, well, I will. I will echo Spark's sentiments. Uh, go see Upgrade. Uh, Upgrade is a fantastic movie, one of my favorite movies of the year. Yep. Um, it is definitely the Venom movie we should have gotten. A tenth of the budget, ten times the quality. Yeah. Um, uh, this is not very good. It was middling at best. Uh, I would give it a five. Um, and as far so let's uh, would we recommend it? No. Um, I would I would say go see a Star Is Born instead. Uh, the, the people did the same music for Star Is Born and Venom, so support one of those people. Yeah, so don't go see Venom. Go see if you must see a movie this weekend. Star Is Born. Uh, Sparks. I'm just going to assume you say don't go see it. Don't go see it, uh, Ben. <laughs> it's a turn to win. Don't go see it, Ryan. No, and seriously, if you guys want this premise where there's t- there's like somebody inside another body controlling his actions, upgrades the movie you want. I promise you, go see it. That movie didn't make a lot of money. Please support it. Upgrade support is a the official release movie. Okay. I heard it's on Netflix now. If that's true, is I'm it? gonna watch I'm it watching tonight. It I heard. Time. I heard. I haven't. I haven't confirmed it yet. Hey, Good Place came back. It's great. Anyway, um, let's move on to our other segment of the show. Welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah. Hi. Um. Do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um. Anything readable? All right, then time now for our book club. Sparks, take it away. Hey, y'all. We're talking about Freddy versus Jason versus Ash because it's the beginning of October and the spooky times. <laughs> so um, before I get too far into anything, what would you guys think? Uh, I found it to be fine. Yeah. I thought it was pretty entertaining when it was involving those three characters. All the teenager stuff felt like a bad slasher movie just because the dialogue was very... But that's kind of what I expected when you get those movies. So it's yeah. it's hand in hand, but right. I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have one more one more thought. Sorry, Ben. Um, I, I switched Ryan too quickly. I didn't like the inconsistent art, and that really bugged me. I get that. Um, okay, Ben. Sorry. It it felt like a slasher movie. It, it felt a lot like a Freddy or a Jason movie. So I'm like, okay, I can see where this is going, and it was it was all right. Yeah. So I'll I'll say in the vein of um, 
in the vein of what Freddy versus Jason was as a movie, this is uh, would be a superior sequel to me. Like if this was made, yeah. I think this is this is more or less written in much the same way as far as like how the teenagers talk. And this is not my preferred version of Freddy Krueger. I prefer a little bit sharper witted Freddy Krueger than just devolving yeah, into. Yeah, Freddy was definitely the low point but for that's, me in this. But that's how he is in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. So he's I understand. He's much more comedic. And that's, yeah. and that's what he'd kind of become in the later Nightmare films. He gets a lot more. So I understand why that's who he is here. Because that's the progression of where but he it's is. But it's not the version I prefer. But what I do like is I like, I like the idea of what brings Ash and Jason and Freddy together. Necronomicon? It, it honestly works so well for me that it's what makes this book so strong to me. Yeah. Uh, the whole idea that the Necronomicon calls to Ash because Freddy's looking for Freddy's it. Freddy's too strong and to Freddy's use it. Freddy's too strong yeah. to use the Necronomicon, and that freaks it out. I love that idea. And Jason being a deadite? Yeah. That's um, pretty cool. Jason being Everything, a like, not involved in the teenagers, but again, because that's like... Yeah. Jason being a deadite actually... So this film, uh, geez, this well, it book, was going to be a film. Uh, this book actually has uh, a couple of issues with me. W- one of the things well, it's is five issues. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I d- the, some some of the dialogue choices. A lot of the dialogue repeats itself. Like there's four or five times where they're less like, where they're saying Jason might be a deadite or Jason is a deadite. Um, there's like four or five cases of of them just Ash saying that same thing to other people, uh, the same people oftentimes. And then there's like, um, uh. Freddy, who already has the Necronomicon, goes to Ash in a dream and says, bring me the Necronomicon. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was really weird. Um, one of the things that... I, but going back to the inconsistent art, like towards the end of the, of, the, of, the, of the book, Freddy's appearance changes very drastically. And I don't know if that, if that like was... He looks like a goblin. Yeah, he looks more like a goblin. I don't know if that was an artistic license choice, like he was getting more demonic as the, as the book went on, um, or if that was just the artist being like, oh, we got to finish this. Uh. If you're talking about like just his red form in general, yeah. Okay, so Freddy, Freddy, uh, becomes a more demonic look of himself because he's imbued with the power of the Necronomicon. Okay, and that imagery is loosely inspired by a moment in the original Freddy versus Jason film where he gets angry and attacks, uh, the girl who we see at the beginning of this book. I forget her name. Um, but in the movie, he jumps out of uh, Crystal Lake and attacks her. And when he does, he's more red. His ears are more pointed, I and see. he's more demonic. That happened in that movie because he's like he's so, becoming more dead-eyed. Right. So they yeah. took that they took that idea and expanded on it here yeah. in the comic. Um, I also don't like the idea of Jason being a deadite. Uh, why? Um, because the deadites are very crazy and like always talking and always kind of moving. But Jason is very stoic and very, and never once speaks. Well, the deadites or... can be a lot of different things though. I don't remember a dead. Have you seen ever... army darkness? Yeah. Uh, the main, like the guy who's like the evil ash. He's kind of just like a general. He's not, he's not, but know. he's still Sam Raimi crazy. Well, that's cause it's Sam Raimi though. I think. Right. Yeah. But, that's the thing, but I, like... they're not all just like, <laughs> but Jason, right. Jason feels very inconsistent from how we've seen deadites and, and any of the evil dead, including the TV show. I get that. But like, him being him always coming back like that. What I actually liked about the TV show, and and obviously the TV show came later, uh, but I kind of wish they had implemented the idea much earlier. Is that there are other demons in the Necronomicon, not just Deadites? Yeah, and that's right. the, that's the thing that that the TV show dived into is that it wasn't just Deadites. So I felt like for, uh, Jason could have still been a demon from the Necronomicon, that could but be which, which I think is still a the proto thing version. That nobody of that. has those words though; they've only yeah. known that Deadites come from the yeah. Necronomicon, sure. so they're calling him that. But like, you could go with it. Like I, that, I, 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 being I, the intention. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because this is before Ash versus Evil Dead. I think 
it's kind of like like a proto version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, if, if in that case, it's it's it jives better with me. Yeah. But I, just him being a dead, I just I really kinda rings uh, the bell. In I thought ear. all the kills were pretty. I mean, it's a slasher movie, so like yeah. I thought the kills were good. I, I thought re- the kills were great. I really, I thought, I thought these kills were in a movie. I'd be like, this is fantastic. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed Freddy being able to just like Doctor Manhattan reality. Like he can do it in dreams and out of dreams because he's so powerful. I think some of that imagery, like there was like a giant cloud of him at one point. Yes, like I thought some of that was like real cool. No, yeah. yeah. If, if this had been because I think Freddy versus Jason is a weak film for those franchises to have ended on. Yeah. If this had been the last film for also for army of darkness at the time, anyway, um, if this had been the last film for those characters, I think this would have been a really strong note to go out on the, this idea that Freddy had like found a way to become super powerful and basically a God God. traveling between the waking world and the sleeping world where Jason gets his intelligence back that moment where he like stops at the trap and shakes his finger at her, yeah, I'm dude. like that. That's would, great. Yeah. That Every would time freak people he out. appears on the, on the the panel, it's yeah. I really enjoy that. Little yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. I thought Ash was written pretty well for the most part. Yes, yeah. it felt like Bruce Campbell. Um, it did. Is the girl that he's that he ends up with is she a teenager, or is she supposed to be older? She's supposed to be a teenager, because he's like 35. Uh, All right. Yeah, she. Uh, every her name's Caroline. I think all the people in this in this book are high school age. And they're yeah. kissing, oh. but like I mean, it's like whatever. Right, I mean, that's, are, that's are they are they just as smart employees in their twenties or something? Well, the, the 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 dick manager guy said that they were all in high school. Yeah. So like, I just that's it's that's whatever. Yeah. It's, a, it's a slasher, it's slasher movie. No, I know. They, yeah. they also didn't need to kill off the two leads from the first movie. No, I like that they did. Actually, that. I, no, I, I was, was going to say need to do it at all. No, I was going to say I like that because they are even that's saying, the through like, line for this being a sequel. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's actually a nod to the Nightmare series because in the Nightmare on Elm Street series and to some of the Friday Thirteenth, so not all of them did it, but consistently every Nightmare on Elm Street film has someone uh, from the other murdered movies. someone from the mo- who survived the movie before. Oh, interesting. So like Final Destination. Yes, oh, yeah. like like you thing. usually see someone come back from the one before and they die pretty early in the film and new characters uh, take see. over. Okay, well, so it's kind sense. of a nod to the genre. Yeah. Um. So I appreciated that. Uh. I also like knowing those characters from that movie. I like the way they went out. I also like that uh, Jason has a shrine of the of two his heads. mom's head. And well, because he's always had that, yeah. and then he added Freddy's head that he got from the end of the last movie. Yeah, yeah. There, and Freddy's just living in his head. Um. So this was originally actually a real script that they yes. turned into, and I and the the book you have Jeff Katz has is the is the writer yeah. of this of and the, of the, the has like director's commentary in the back that I read, and I was and he's very honest about the book. He's like, I was really troubled by we had a, we had only five issues to this entire book, so a lot of the extra dialogue between all the characters got cut. Like I really wanted to develop all the teenagers, right? But they all had to get cut out because it's a yeah, limited yeah. space. Uh, and I like his honesty, but at the same time, like I didn't I didn't. Hate it because their teenagers were going to get killed in right. the slasher movie. Right. Um, he I focused came, on what was important. I came for the three main characters, and I thought for the most part, I agree. Freddy is a little too cartoonish for like my version of Freddy. Uh, yes, it's not my preferred version. And he I says stand bitch by a lot. I wish he were. Which is what he I does. wish he were <laughs> oh, more. Scary, I wish he were <laughs> more like Dream Warriors, Freddy. Yeah. He uh, writes the line very well. Yeah. Then then the prime time, then bitch. like the last nightmares or Freddy versus Jason yeah. Freddy. But I understand why this is what we got because this is where they left Freddy at. I love um, yeah, like Ash being like I'm like an executive box boy or whatever, and I from Detroit. More, more than anything, if I could change one thing, it'd be that once he is imbued with the power of the Necronomicon, I wish that Freddy were more like his Dream Warrior self, where he's just freaking scary instead yeah. of making wisecracks anymore. He's just terrifying. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is like in the progression of where it's at. Yes. Now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Wes Craven's new nightmare. He's also not very because Freddy is a demon. No, because that, that, that's why he's a literal his, demon. Yeah. I'm, uh, when I say Dream Warriors, that's the other one Wes Craven had his hands in, yeah. which we so, watched. So this Nightmare week. on Elm Street and Nightmare.
Nightmare on Street 3 and West New Nightmare. New Nightmare, they have my preferred version of Freddy Krueger where yeah. he, he like he'll make sarcastic jokes and he'll make he'll play with you a little. Do but you know he's what New still Nightmare's scary. about? No. New Nightmare is the last one that Wes Craven was involved in and um it's about the actual actors. Like they play themselves and how really? Freddy is an actual demon who like is coming back to like reap vengeance. Like on Freddy on, is a there's like a is like a demon who exists in imagination. And like and Robert England, the actor playing Freddy, like he he like he's having these nightmares about Freddy, and he's painting these disgusting things. Wes like, Craven is having nightmares about Freddy. Like Wes Craven plays himself. It's it's like a very it's like a Deadpool movie. It's, it's meta. It's like wow. Scream. Uh, it's awesome. But for Nightmare on Elm Street. I love that and movie. More, more serious. Yeah, he, it, the idea is that, that Freddy is a demon that's existed throughout, throughout all time and imagination, oh. and you have to keep doing things with that, the, with hit, with that character, with that story, or else he'll, him at bay. Or he'll keep him. Or he'll, he'll start killing again. Oh. Right. It's super cool, man. Oh, yeah. shit. It's a great all movie. Right. Anyway. Uh, anyway, not the, that movie, but this comic book. Um, I, I do think this is flawed. Uh, on a lot of levels, but, but it's still but, fun. But translating it in my mind as a sequel to that film, I really there's a sequel to this I, book. I would have liked to. Uh, yes, there is. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen this actually achieved. I think this is a really solid yeah. uh, way that this they, was really it, close it, to it being pays, pays a lot of uh, homage and tribute to a lot of things fans love yeah. about all three of the characters. This was really close to being a movie. It was like it was getting ready and then they drop they call uh, it ash calls jason wayne Dedsky. <laughs> wayne yeah. Dedsky. I, I thought that was pretty funny yeah, yeah. i thought ash was pretty funny in this. ash's voice in this is really good i heard bruce uh, campbell the entire so time I, yeah. yeah like um, when he said groovy i'm like there it is yeah yeah but i didn't appreciate the narration being like oh, like four times again dialogue problem i have with this movie with this book uh four times they're just like I had to cut off my hand because it went bad. Well, sometimes it's it, it's a common like that's something that's a comic that happens book. in so, comic books is when they start an issue and there you have kind of that recap statement. No, but it, 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 it didn't happen in the beginning of it, of issues. It would happen in the middle of issues, and it would be whenever he and whenever they were alluding to another hand or him having to cut off his hand. It would be like three, three or four times when he had, when he said the same line of dialogue in his in the narration yeah. specifically. To be fair, every time there's a new. Uh, Army of Darkness or Ash vs. Evil Dead or something, and he talks about that. He says that exact same sentence. Does he really? He does. He I says, really don't my, like that. It got in my hand and, and it went bad. So I lopped it off at the wrist. He says that every time. I really don't like that. I understand, but to be fair, he does say that every single uh, time. I'll Army, allow it, yeah. but I don't like the it. The Army of Darkness uh, were Freddy's, all the little Freddy's. Yes. Um, oh, that's yeah. Great. When, that's when great. Freddy turns into all the little Freddy's. Just messing with him and taking him to the cabin and everything is yeah. so great. And seeing Freddy's hand pop out of Ash's. Seeing the original Nightmare on Elm Street house, like Ash like shows up there and the little yes. girls And the there. little girls. Yeah. Oh, the little girls turn into deadites. I love that's that. It's great. The, oh, yeah. the, and, and the fingernails, have the blades that's, and the fingernails. That's what I mean. Like Moments like that like such good like twists on the classic imagery of all three of these characters it would have been awesome to see those play out on shame the i would have this would have been a super fun movie it would have been really fun yeah. which is what freddy versus jason really is it's just yeah. fun and and this would have been a great like send-off i think much yeah. better than that one was yeah um uh, anything more you guys want to add or should we move on if you guys if you guys are interested in if you like slasher movies or any of these characters i think it's a fun read yeah, yeah. i so check it's it out. a fun yeah, i especially the Halloween idea time. the idea of bringing these three properties together could have gone a lot worse. And, and the basic core concept of the Necronomicon being at the heart of it is really good. Yeah, it's actually like, yeah. I didn't expect that to be like, wow, that's actually a really strong idea. Yeah. Like, Freddy's like omnipotent now. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, all right, Ben, it's yeah. your book club next week. Yes, it is. So it's, What is it? Well, it's uh, something we haven't read in for a while, but it's Batman, The Long Halloween. So, yeah, did so we do that one already? We, we did, we but did it, it, but it was before, 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 before all we, of us had to read it. 
So I'll we're going to reread it. It's Halloween. It's one of my favorite crime stories of all time. And it is a little spooky. A little so, spooky. Yeah. Just a little um, spooky. That's a real good book. I'm glad to read it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess we'll continue the theme of a... Of a I'm definitely scary. picking a spooky book. Good. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. uh, I've already got mine picked out. Um, all right, then. That does it for this week. Uh, next week, we will have Jeff Victor yep. on, probably. Mm-hmm. Did you email him? No. Buddy. I, I um, I'm going to email him today. Okay. I probably forgot. Sorry. We will probably have him on next week. Um, also, look forward to some cool specials and announcements in the next coming months uh, wee, 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 as, wee. We, as we uh, wrap up the the year. It's getting it's almost over, Oh, my guys. God. Almost over. So, I can't believe it's um, over. Our uh, giveaway is over. We had no entries. Oh. I'll, I'll take it, but I already have one, so I don't want it. Yeah, okay. I already have one, too, so um, damn. If I, see it, if I see anything come up, we'll get a poster. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. If you guys just want to comment that you like Spider-Man, you want a poster, maybe that's, that'll be good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, as you all know, we are a Funko affiliate. <laughs> click the link in the description. It does not work if you don't. Uh, click the link in the description. Use promo code SHOP10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Hell, yeah. As always, thank you to everyone who listens. We always appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh, even though you guys don't rate and review us. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> we all love you. It, it'd be nice, though. <laughs> ben, it'd be nice, though. <laughs> For Christmas. Don't put me on the hill. You're on the hill now. No, I'm not on the hill. Uh, thank you to our listeners. Thank <laughs> you to Jeremy Vellucci, who does our uh, theme music and uh, intros and things. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, uh, you can find him at, at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. Uh, you can find a show, Suburban Proctologist, at I- on iTunes or at Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, Instagram at Suburban Podcast. Thank you to Mike Matola. Uh, again, thank you, Mike, for being on last week. It was you great the best, fun. Uh, hopefully we get him on for his next print. That'd yes. be great. Um, Whatever the trivia is, I'm going to study so hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Mike Matola on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fickner Podcast, FickNerGuys at gmail.com. Uh, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan? I'm at Venom, Venom, Venom. I'm at uh, DJ Tony Stark at everything. Uh, ben? Ben Magnet 27 for Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs>